Hey guys, this is Mookie from Even More About Nothing, and we just want to share a quick word from our sponsors. Jouet.co is an awesome website that sells fashionable, comfortable gaming clothing for nerds, geeks, and everyone into that kind of stuff. If you want to check out their awesome clothes from brands like FIFA, Final Fantasy, Dragon Ball Z, and Pokemon Go, check out the website Jouet.co. That's J-O-U-E dot C-O. What's up, guys? Thanks again for joining us on another episode of Even More About Nothing. I am your host today, Rafiki. Mookie is out, but I'm not alone. Everybody around the table, starting with my right. What's up, guys? It's Matt. How you doing? The uninvited uncle. Mm-hmm. Back again. It's going to be fun. All right, what's up? It's your boy, Timmy Tunga. You guys already know what to follow me on. Don't need to go down that road, but we could. But yeah. maybe, do you have a Tumblr that's called Timmy Tumblr? No, I don't have a Tumblr. Okay. I don't condone Tumblr. Because <laughs> Tumblr does have a dark side. I'm just saying, it has some of the funniest jokes I've seen yeah. on the internet. Yeah, and those should not only surface on my Facebook timeline. <laughs> 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 Alright, last but not least. Uh, what's up, guys? Uh, it's Caleb again, Elliot. Uh, yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a long Guess while. Guess who's back? <laughs> Back again. All right. Um, it's been a good week or weekend. I don't know. Quite a bit going on for uh, each of us. Uh, but want to say early happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Depending on when you're listening to it, if it's on Thanksgiving Day, then happy Thanksgiving. Um, eat lots of food, I guess. I don't know. That's my little Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. more than eating. So Welcome to even more about Thanksgiving, it, where we talk about more than turkey. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than about the turkey. It's about the greens, the beans, potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that coming. You did. Thing. Anyways, moving on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just wanted to get that out of the way. Um, so let's just get into it. I know we want to talk about a few things. Uh, depends on what kind of length we go into. I don't think it's a ton of topics, but. Some of them will go in depth, though, for sure, for sure. Um, you want to kick us off, Caleb? What What do you want to talk about first? Oh, I mean, man. We briefly talked about some stuff, so unless yeah. you have something new. I I don't. Um, why don't we just kick it off with uh, Young Justice Season 3? We were talking about it up at the table. Uh, yeah. If you've been sleeping under a rock for the past two weeks or so... Young Justice is coming back. It's been confirmed. Uh, yes, you did not hear us heard my solo episode. I talked about it a bit. Yeah. yeah. You have not been hearing us wrong. Young Justice Season 3. That is three as in one more than two. Yeah, like the... Yeah, like our viewers <laughs> can do basic math. Yeah. <laughs> like, Actually, quick joke. Hey, do you remember uh, yesterday at... No, Saturday at, at uh, Hugo's house? Yesterday? Uh, yeah, yesterday. <laughs> okay. okay. I started to say Saturday and I said yesterday. Whatever. <laughs> you remember when Jose was like, uh, we all asked him, he was like, what phone is that? Yeah, he's like, uh, it's the one plus three. So you mean four? <laughs> I don't know if you heard him say that. The phone, there's a phone literally called one plus, but it's the third version. So when he it presented it to us, we were like, Miguel looked at him and he goes, are you stupid? That's a four. It's, it's four. He's like, but no, it says one plus and three. 
of course Miguel. You know, you know Miguel. He's just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> all liquored up, Miguel. Anyway, so yeah, if you've been sleeping under a rock. Um, one of the executive producers of the show tweeted it out that it's back on, so I don't know what more confirmation you want than that. So, yeah, I'm excited. So I guess the big uh, thing we really want to discuss is, like, what needs to be addressed in Season 3. If you uh, if you remember Season 2, if you've been watching it on Netflix recently, I fell asleep no. watching it last night. Um, there, we were left with a cliffhanger. Um, Several cliffhangers. Yeah. If, for whatever reason, you haven't watched... Season two of Young Justice, or you haven't watched Young Justice at all. This is, I guess, a spoiler alert, even though it's been done Several years. for years. Years. Three years. years. You know what? Screw that. No spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe they don't want to know what happens. Anyway, um, I'm just saying. There, well, there's a lot of stuff that happened leading up to the climax, and we were left uh, with a very, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Hmm. Protruding uh, message. Okay. okay. Towards the end. So, at the end, um, after the Reach, um, which, if you're not familiar, that would be uh, where Blue Beetles, the new Blue Beetle Scarab comes from. There's Reach. Um, There's more than just blue. There's green, well, black, a yeah. bunch of other colors, about as many colors as there are uh, lantern rings. This you're is, not wrong. This, this is true. That's, anyway, that's yeah, so. after, after <laughs> they defeated the Reach and they uh, foiled their plan, uh, we see a lasting glimpse of Vandal Savage using a boom tube and meeting up with none other than Darkseid. And that was how season two ended. Yeah. Very promising for a season three, but we never got it. Until now. Until now. So now we're just going to talk about, um, first we're going to talk about what we feel like should be addressed. And I believe, uh, Goddard, you had a list of things that some people Yeah, there were, there, were, there were five storylines yet to be addressed um, for season three. Um, we'll start with the obvious, which was the light and, and dark sides working together. Um, and I, I, did, I did touch on this in the last episode. Um, in terms of things that I hoped to see going into season three, and that was—it's obviously a basic pick. You can't leave on a cliffhanger like that. However, what was also like what I had with a little bit of research and what I had seen and what I had also talked about was they could do this very well—the same thing they did with season one, have a massive time jump. Yeah, because they jumped what five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they could like if they wanted to. They could literally do the same thing and not talk about it, and then all of a sudden put it in front of our faces. Like, like boom. Oh, by the way, you remember that time jump we had? Yeah. Here's the information. And you realize, oh, a lot went down. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Yeah, but here's the thing. This here's why I don't think that will work this particular time. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about that. Like, yes, they could do that, but I don't think it'll be as effective. Yes, we've had some sort of... There'll be... You never know. It might be small, maybe like a year or two. I feel like just because of the big time difference between their, when they're picking back, uh, picking back up season three, um, but because of um, how they ended it, because I believe one of, uh, I think to the effect, Dark Side and Vandal Savages, their exchange, what they were saying is, it's time. Like, mm-hmm. time for them to move. So, I don't know why they would do that. And then it's just, like, five-year time skip. And then... Well, I'm not saying it's gonna going to be, like, as big as a five-year time skip. But I would not months. be... I would not be... What I'm saying you is... You just hop into all the chaos. And then you... First two episodes, you get kind of, like, a little recap 
of yeah. what went down. But but also remember like technically season one of Young Justice was not present day. Like yeah. technically, it was like technically we were watching season one in the past, and then it went to present day. Okay. You, you yeah. see, you see what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So they could do that if they wanted to, because it's been three years removed, or like actually, yeah, yeah, I think something like that. But I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna double check that. But it, it was, it jumped to. So if day. you're thinking it in that. Uh, in that regard, if we're l- reading it in that perspective and thinking of it that way, then they could still do a continuation, and then like halfway through, like a mid-season finale, it could be like they do a jump, saying, "This is where we're at present time after they've resolved some sort of form of matters or something like that." Maybe. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Well, that's just one thing I need to, that should uh, address. Like, how are they going to? Uh, set themselves up to continue the story, especially after being canned when they were still con- planning to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if they just pull out the old plans that they had and just continue on from there. Mm-hmm. That's very, very true. But, I mean, we won't, obviously we won't know until it's it's we see it. Mm-hmm. So, um, on, that, on that list of things to be resolved, uh, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor was offered, it was, you know, it was made clear that Lex Luthor was offered the position of being on the, basically the UN of that universe. Um, and someone made a note that it's very similar to the storyline President Lex Luthor. Yep. So the question is, what could that mean, you know, moving forward? Um, he was a part of the Cadmus Project, better yet, so that means Superboy nonetheless. Mm-hmm. We all know that story. But then he was a part of the abduction of, of Roy Harper, and not to mention the light, you know, yeah. more you know, more prominent. He was one of the main allies for the light when they came to Earth. So Yeah. So um he, you know, what does that mean? He's got a lot of uh intergalactic friendships, it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> um but we I mean we'll we'll definitely kind of see um moving forward what that kind of means or entails. Um, uh, next was Wally West. Mm-hmm. And if anyone's reading the rebirth at the moment with the whole, you know, yeah, everything that's comics, going on, yeah. he, he got trapped in the speed force. So the new 52 new didn't 52. happen. Mm-hmm. And he just came out and was like, Hey, 10 years has been missing. So we need to piece that back together. Was it 10 or is it five? Uh, I believe it was 10. Okay, so they made it longer than what 52 mm-hmm. was? I, I don't remember. I've read it. It's been several months since it came yeah. out. And I'm like... Ugh. I believe it was 10 because it was after... It took place after Flashpoint. Well, but remember Flashpoint but, happened in 2011. Yeah. So that's five years ago. Wait, how long has Wally West technically... Oh, how long has Wally West been technically, quote-unquote, dead? I'm pretty sure I about... I think, was it the 10-year gap then? I believe so, yeah. Okay, then so, that, that's okay. So that mm-hmm. that makes a little more sense. Yeah. So honestly, I mean, you may not even get Wally back, maybe towards the end of season three. Yeah. But who knows? It, so then my question is, and I posed to you guys earlier, what are the chances that they would want to, they could incorporate like Wallace West? Because with, I believe it was with the New 52, we got Wallace West and then there's also... Mm-hmm. 
um, later on, now in Rebirth, we're getting Wally West back yeah. again. But, I mean... I think Wallace cool wouldn't see. really technically happen anymore then because we yeah. have retconned 52. Mm-hmm. So, um, because the 52's been retconned... Because but. Wallace was supposed to be... Which Wallace... He was still he was going by Wally, mm-hmm. but then we didn't see much of him. We didn't even get a storyline. He was yeah. in what a few issues, and then they kind of like yeah. tossed him in the side. In a five year span, how do you see somebody for maybe a total of ten issues across all lines? That's no story development for a character. Well, and I'm not saying that they have to incorporate him in some huge way. What if it's simply if we're getting Wally back? They're showing Wally. In the uh, Speed Force, and he's like seeing different iterations or different timelines. That's possible because the Speed Force, which Ugh. is in a weird way, all wise, all knowing kind of weird entity within uh, the comic universe. You, my Lord and Savior, the Speed Force. <laughs> there it is. Um, so, and as obviously the Flash show has portrayed. You can see glimpses of different areas, mm. different timelines, different story, you know, whatever. Um, that that could be a possibility, but I don't think they'll go that deep. I don't either. I think they'll probably try and keep it simple for the younger viewers, but complex enough that older viewers like us would be like, this is really good. This is, you know, reassuring. This is giving me the closure that I want in case they don't get to make a season four. So, I mean... Yeah, uh, no, well, yeah, that's actually good. So, we'll see. It'll be, yeah, it'd be a little confusing, the Speed Force. Yeah. It's, it's, an, it's literally an entity of its own, and mm-hmm. technically you can treat it as a character because mm-hmm. it's just, it is what it is. It comes with, it comes with so much baggage. Yeah. Figuratively and literally. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with so much baggage. Uh, and if you watched a flash, you've only seen a small fraction of that. Yeah. <laughs> you've only seen a small fraction of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw I saw a post the other day, and it was um, Harrison Wells. Don't touch the speed. Like don't travel in time. Um, Ray uh, Rip Hunter. Don't travel in time. Jay Garrick. Don't travel in time. Everyone telling him to don't travel in time. And then you get your new bad guy. He's just like, I will cut you if you travel in time one more time, Barry. Don't do it. Yeah, it's it's a little wild. It's a little little crazy. Anyways, yeah, but I I don't know. Those are just my thoughts on, like, uh, Wally and, like, how he may be incorporated again. And then it's also going to be weird, I guess, um, seeing as we're doing Rebirth. And then also Mm -hmm. at the end of Season 2, Bart is now taking up the mantle of Kid Flash. Yeah. And so, he's going. does he go back to Impulse? Is he going to, I don't know, because I believe in the um, comic storyline, uh, once he goes to present day, he's pretty much there for the long haul. Yeah. And so, yeah, anyways, that's, that's what we have to say about that. Just a quick sidebar, uh, two characters that well one that um i think for sure we would have to see um in the very near future for young justice uh, or at least i hope and then someone that i would hope to see 
with all these new uh, storylines and characters being added. So first one being we have to see Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people have mentioned because we're getting the story of Darkseid. Um, the biggest uh, comparison that I can think of is uh, Batman and Superman. Public Enemies. Public Enemies. Wait, what? The for... For the Doomsday storyline. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. That was Batman and Superman Apocalypse. Apocalypse, Apocalypse yeah. There it is. Public yeah. Enemies was when everyone was against them and they had to... Yeah, yeah and then they had the Batman and the Superman symbol combined. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So Batman and Superman Apocalypse. Um, where, yeah. So there's been a lot of storyline. I'm not as intuitive of the comics. <laughs> but Supergirl's been closely tied into that. So we have to see... Uh, her at some point and then also I'm just thinking this on the top like at what point do you think we're gonna see like Power Girl or something like that with the with a league but Power Girl is a clone of Supergirl so you're gonna have to have Supergirl first uh, before anything well it depends on what iteration you're looking at because um because she's she's technically Kara Danvers on another earth just by a different name Realistically, yeah. Um, so and she's more of Justice Society, isn't she? Power Girl, or is she actually like Justice League? Hmm. I would say I think she's more Justice League. I don't think she was yeah, part of the Justice Society. That was that I was Black Canary, Wildcat, Star Girl, Star Girl, um, OG Green Lantern, mm-hmm. um, Alan Scott, Alan yeah, Scott. um, and then Jake Garrick, yeah. So no, she, yeah. Hmm. No, no, yeah, seeing Supergirl, that would definitely kind of, you know, but it depend again, this kind of solely depends on, because we it's a different, yes, uh, Darkseid still wants to conquer all, but it's also the aspect of you're adding in the light. So what's going to work for the both of them um, in that sense? But yeah, Supergirl does make sense to come into it because of the history between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And then just for grins, someone I'd like to see because they're still kind of new to the DC universe. I would love to for some way to incorporate Lark. 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 Uh the new Batman sidekick. Oh, um I don't remember exactly. Uh, uh there. Uh isn't it um Jeez. Fox's son? Lucius Fox? Lucius Fox's son, yeah. Luke? Not Luke. Wait, yeah, Luke. Luke Fox? Wait, what? Huh? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> I don't know. You're not talking about know. Luke Fox, right? Who became Batwing. Yeah. That would be cool. Is I'd like to see that. Because they even brought him into the animated universe with uh, this most recent... Was it Batman Bad Bloods that he was in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yep. Um, Lark makes a killer Robin. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Batman Rebirth one. I need to. I gotta go back and reread. Like, bro. <laughs> it's, oh, that's right. Oh, that's okay, right. Oh okay. my god. Wow. The yellow suit. Yeah. Once I saw the yellow suit, I was like, Oh that. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> okay. Okay. That guy. All right. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think it'd be interesting to bring that, him into the that would be pretty cool. Way. 
And especially if they were to do some sort of time skip, uh, Tim Drake is a bit Red older. Well, that was if, another if, that was another character that they were talking about. But then we'd also about. have to, at some point, sorry to catch you off, but we, there'd also have to be, are they going to factor in Damian Wayne as well? Because isn't uh, Lark after Damian Wayne, Robin? Mm-hmm. Well, Damien uh, Damien Wayne's still around. Yeah, yeah he, he, went still, off, still around. he went off and kind of yeah he went to go be a part thing. of the Titans, Titans or again least. Teen Titans again. No, he no, this is the well this is the second time Robin Damian Wayne has been part of the Teen Titans. When he first came in before um, Death of the Family and Joker's End Games and all that, um, Dick Grayson sent him to the Teen Titans while Bruce Wayne was still missing to get guidance. And D- Damian Wayne's just like, I'm not dealing with this. I'm not. And leaves. And Tim Drake steps in for a while as the Red Robin to watch out. And then, as you know now, Damian Wayne's like, kidnaps everyone. He's like, so I want you guys to be part of my team. <laughs> yeah, that did happen. It's <laughs> a lot. Of, that's, that's just too There's much. a lot. It's too much work. Anyways, um, next... The Doctor Fate storyline, that's that's kind of running through, mm-hmm. um, because we know the new Doctor Fate is Zatara. Zatanna wants her father back, and she's tried a couple times. Was it like two or three times throughout the yeah, show? Absolutely. But I think things got a little crazy. Um, and if you really think about it, the only reason she joined the team was because. Her father went missing and then ended up becoming Dr. Fate. Yeah. Other than that, I heard father didn't want her doing it. So I kind of liked that story. I liked that storyline. It was it yeah. was definitely, you know, different in the sense of... Um, I, I wish they could make it more of a prominent story than, uh, like, a little... I didn't feel... Like, it was there, but it wasn't a... Like, it wasn't its own thing. It was just kind of like a little side note. I felt like it didn't have like its own dedicated run. It didn't have its own dedicated episode to it to where like this is what is going on for Zatanna. It was just kind of like, oh yeah, here's here's Zatanna. Well, but I've, I mean she but uh, as far as like here's the Zatanna, but remember Zatanna became a little more prominent towards the later part of the second season. Yeah. Uh, it was it wasn't necessarily solely focused on her, but things could not necessarily be entirely done without Zatanna being a part of it, which yeah. was good enough for me. Mm-hmm. But, um, but like, the, the the level of magic that Zatara and Zatanna could do was is just a- astronomical. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll, I don't know, we'll see. Yeah. A lot, lot there. I mean, I don't, I don't, to see if she ever gets around to having maybe that conversation with Dr. Fate would mm. be cool. That's closure in, in the sense of, you know, the, the, for the, that moment or yeah. whatever Zatanna's trying to do. So if she has that conversation with Dr. Fate and he lets, he, uh, you know, lets him go or whatever or, you know, doesn't, at least give us that closure. Maybe some sort of conversation yeah. between Zata- uh, Zatanna and Fate and, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um... Moving on, the next thing was Arsenal. Or this is the last one. The last of the five. Okay. So, Arsenal. Um, for those who don't kind of, you know, for a refresher, we had 
Speedy in season one find out he's not the real Speedy, he's a clone. And spoiler, he was the mole. Yeah, he yeah. was the mole. Um, and then he goes and does soul searching and also tries to find the real Speedy. Finds the real Speedy, who was kidnapped by the light. Um, missing arm, gets a new arm. Um, and may or may not have subsequently blown it up. We're still trying to remedy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there's that. Uh, there's that. But um, then uh, eventually becomes Arsenal. So uh, to backtrack, the clone was changed his name to Raid Arrow along the way. But him and Cheshire went to go find Speedy, found him. Things changed. He became Arsenal. He joins the team. So Arsenal now joins the team to help be a part of Endgame, mm-hmm. but then goes on to do a solo, yep. start a solo it's career. Too much of a loose cannon. Can't control him. <laughs> so I'll play by my own rules. I ain't going back. You can't take me back. Um, so now at this point, it's kind of like, what does that solo arsenal look like? And what was thrown was, are we going to get that red hood and um, Jason, you know, Jason Todd, uh, so Red Hood, Jason Todd, and Arsenal team up. But then does that mean, can we see storylines intertwined as a subplot or a sub-story from Red, uh, uh, no, uh, what is it? Red Hood and the Outlaws? Yeah, Red, yeah, Red Hood and the Outlaws. Could that be underlined? Because, That'd be cool. Because uh, have, them have they introduced Starfire? Mm. No, they have not. That could be a way to introduce Which, Starfire. Yeah, it would be cool. Um, you I know, mean, because it was mainly the three of them for the yeah. most part. Yeah, and like like Matthew said earlier, with that little bit of a time hop, see Tim Drake take on the role as Red Robin now, and then that would mean that there has to be a Jason Todd at some point. They don't. They never really talked about it. But well, they do confirm that there is a Jason Todd. You see the statue and stuff yeah. like that. But, but so obviously they think he's, he's gone. gone. Yeah. yeah. So then you could see, I mean, there's there's still room there for a Red Hood. And I think that'd be really cool to see. I feel like he's honestly, he's a character that, unless you read the comics, not a lot of people know too much about. Yeah. And to be honest, if I think, here's a couple reasons why I think introducing Red Hood into this universe, like, definitively and descriptively introducing him it makes for a great bat centric episode or arc because you know like especially within uh season one you get a lot of uh quote-unquote family issues that they have to deal with you have the arrow saga where it's just like you're dealing with artemis and her past and then you kind of within season two with the introduction of bart you get the whole flash conundrum um and but yeah i think we do have no you don't really get any uh good like batman family there, there was one good Issues. one. There was one good one. It was right after, I believe it was season two, because it had Tim right. Drake and Barbara Gordon in it as Batgirl. And um, Arrow just found just found Speedy. He's like, I'm so glad you're okay. Um, Barry just found Wally. He's like, I'm so glad you're okay. And then Batman's like, if any of you touch the Batmobile, you're off the team. <laughs> just, just like, I don't care if you're okay. Don't touch my car. 
<laughs> like that's that's how close they are. They're just yeah. like that's the bat relationship in that family. And I think it'd be cool to see how how Jason Todd as Red Hood would kind of take that. Be like you, you know, you replaced me. You didn't find me. You, you didn't come didn't, look for me. Yeah, or whatever. One thing I liked that kind of um, early on when um, Black Canary was giving some of the team um, counseling, basically, mm-hmm. that whole scene between her and Dick Grayson was amazing. If you remember, because he's sitting there and he's, he, you could see Robin's mind, how he was processing like his future and how his relationship with Bruce is killing him. Because he's sitting there and he's like, at first, I idolized the guy and wanted to be a part of him. But I realized he's obsessed. And, like, he breaks it down, the issues that he has with Batman and how he's, like, he wants to distance himself. And that was that was probably one of my, like, favorite non-action scenes. Non, like, it was, like, just a, a character moment. development scene mm-hmm. in just a matter of a couple minutes. And I'm like, that that's Dick Grayson. Yeah. That is, you know, that's who we come to suspect, who has issues with Batman. He has to leave to become his own thing. He still wants to do it, but he can't do it under Bruce anymore. And you start to see the early signs of it. So when they jump to him being Nightwing, it's no longer, oh, whoa, what happened? You had, they didn't go into it in detail, but there was a clip there to let you know his early thought process. Yeah. Which was really cool, so. Yeah, and I'm glad you uh, brought that up because... Um, I watched a video actually a couple weeks ago on someone uh, doing a video on why Dick Grayson won't become Batman. And they actually were doing it from the standpoint of like Young Justice um, source yeah. material. And they did mention that. And it's pretty interesting that you were to mention that because I read it. I believe the, the YouTuber's name was uh, Needle Mouse. So shout out to Needle Mouse for putting that out there. Um, and it's just interesting. So if we do get uh, a time skip, if we do get uh, Red Hood, like at what point are they going to show? Is it going to be like where we already have Red Robin established? Is it going to be where Dick Grayson is now as Batman? Are they going to go back to that point where he was just as Robin saying, I don't want to be Batman, then he comes to the realization that, well, Bruce is gone at this point. I need to step in and be Batman. Yeah. So just interesting stuff to think. That about. would be pretty. That cool would be to actually that would be an interesting subplot, like mm-hmm. throughout. Bruce, oh, actually, that could be a main storyline where Bruce is missing and everybody's set to find him, and that's the big. That could be the bigger mm-hmm. storyline. So we do get some of that intertwined, which would be awesome. And yeah, they could probably do really that for a future season too. If anyone's listening, write this down and send it in. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you write it down when it's on the internet? You right. All right, fair enough. Scratch that, scratch that. You can edit that out. Well, some right? people are old school. They can go. They go and write it down and just like post it. <laughs> Why are the old school people on the internet? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> just real yeah, questions, that, guys. Just real questions. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's just my take on that. Just my like stuff that I think about. So yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to get all that uh, Bat-centric stuff going. That would be cool. Because like I said, we didn't get a lot of it within the first two seasons. It's been... Because if we're really being honest, out of like all the pairs and families, I think, albeit a little dysfunctional, or a lot, they're the most put together. Like mm-hmm. a core family of superheroes. 
Yeah. I mean, even in the comics, after everything that's gone down, Bruce is still like, look, we're still family. We're still in this together. Sorry, you guys didn't trust you guys like you needed, like I should have, but we're still family. And I feel like as far as the Bat family goes, I mean, even through death, they're still inseparable. Mm. <laughs> death is nothing in comics. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> Sheesh. Um, are there any other things you guys would like to see? Um, actually, as I was kind of kind of hunting here, um, so we get the five-year time skip, but no years are really mentioned. We're just told it's a five-year time skip unless, like, I'm missing something and somebody said something within, you know, verbally. Um, but as I was kind of, you know, doing some digging, it never really mentioned year. Yeah. It just tells you the date. It says, you know, October 31st, so Halloween or, what you know, whatever date. So there's a progression, and all we know is five-year time jump. So so what does that mean going into, you know, to season three, knowing that no year is attached to it? We just So we technically don't even know what year. It could be in the future. It could be present day, at least for season two. It could mm-hmm. still be the past very well. So, you know, what does that mean? Hmm. We'll, we'll have to find out. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. But I, honestly, I really still think a time skip is the most plausible thing they will do. It just comes in. You see old man Bruce Wayne talking to Terry McGinnis. Back in my day, if they brought in, if they brought in Terry McGinnis, oh my gosh. Man, you know what? I forgot one more thing. And I talked about this some time ago. I just want to see my dude gear. They have oh, to bring yes. you. Yeah, Please. I do remember you saying Please. That. Now that we've got static, now it depends on kind of how they do the whole static thing and how much of the mm-hmm. team he becomes a part of and this and that. But there's there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Man, there's, there's so many good things that they could really touch on. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would love to see further advancements, further developments of Static Shock as well. I mean, I love this show growing up. Like, it was phenomenal. And the best episodes were when they would team up with the Justice League, too. Mm -hmm. So, I think it'd be cool to see, you know, that iteration. And then, another thing, we were talking about it, about why we would never see, you know, Teen Titans or anything like that. I feel like they could, you know, if they really, really wanted to, kind of just, like... Throwing a little hint as to what could have happened, and, and to get our little our little closure, be like, oh, in those five years, uh, remember that that Teen Titans? Remember when we tried that? And someone's just like, oh, remember that terror chick? Yeah, I saw her the other day. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, I love the like. Okay, so the, for those who don't know, we've already made the hard transition. Keep up, but uh. So, like, with the closure of Teen Titans, as it was, Teen Titans Go, they were, like, with Control Freak. I now control you guys. You guys are being watched by... They're like, wait, what? Here, check your former selves. And I was like, this is the worst tease of my life. Yep. (laughs) I don't like this. It was a funny episode. Don't get me wrong. It was was like, look at my hair. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like... Oh, they're like, we look so... 
high def. <laughs> it looks so cool. <laughs> that one Sunday we were here watching. Uh, yeah, yeah. What was that? What was that episode? Something hilarious happened. Um, I know there was a. It was how was it how awesome Robin is. Yes, it was how awesome Robin is, and it was it cut to the uh, the what was it? Not Trouble in Tokyo movie. It was a scene where 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 they kiss. They, they kiss. Like, oh, we gonna tell we gonna tell everybody. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that episode. So basically, episode. so yeah, they're t- uh, it's just a moment of they're gonna talk. They they were talking about how awesome Robin is, and then um, it's like your hair is so awesome. I know. Thank you. Um, isn't it amazing to kiss me because I'm just so hot? And then all of a sudden, like, <laughs> Cyborg and Raven and Beastwire in the back. Ah, oh, finally happened. We got to tell everybody. And that, was, just, that was trouble in Tokyo that that scene was, happened. And then they, yep. they just cussed the montages. And they were like, hey, they finally kissed. <laughs> they went to, like, Titans East. They went to Hive. They went to, like, everybody. <laughs> and everybody's like, about time. And like, he's just like, oh, God. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'll have to find that scene and, and show you later because it's just it's hysterical. It's a good episode. Uh, but like, my big question really is, and I don't know if you guys have read any articles on it, is why did they not give us the season six we were looking for? Because they have. Glad you asked. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, and obviously, we're theorizing because obviously we don't have answers. But if somebody has an answer, please, please, please tell us. We would love to know. <laughs> uh, but <clears throat> why not give us that season six when they have the entire voice acting crew together? Yeah. I mean, well, even if they were to like change the animation style to where it's Teen Titans Go animation, I just want the story. I want to know. Tell me, tell me. <clears throat> well, I so I read, or maybe I was just talking to someone in conversation. But uh, they said they, um, in terms of why we didn't get a season six, like they were all geared up ready to do uh-huh. season six, and I believe, um, then all of a sudden. Just got the axe. Just like, I don't know, or they're ready to go. Like you said, they have all the original voice actors for a uh, Teen Titans Go. Um, but I believe what was, it, what is theorized um, in terms of why they decide to transition to Teen Titans Go um, using the original voice actors, um, I don't know if another, whether it was with the network because I think it was the original thing of uh, reaching the audience or they weren't selling as many toys or what they thought they were. Um, I I don't know what the official reason they ended up giving was. But I think with their decision to uh, not necessarily push for that season six and then opt for Teen Titans Go, um, I think someone theorized that maybe it was more of for a creative outlet because um, for the original one, they um, were geared trying to be geared towards something that maybe the writers didn't want to do and so now with Teen Titans Go they have more expressive freedom to do that they have um since they've gotten axe you know what show I miss yeah. the original Teen Titans <laughs> <laughs> no um same so the comic story and actually made a video about this oh let's see I don't know when it when he posted it up um but he was talking about and actually made some some very good points as to what happened and there's been like three or four different theories one of them like like young justice they were going off of their toy sales 
was one reason, um, and the toy sales flopped, and that was one reason why they didn't continue. Another theory that they came up with was um, when Teen Titans was, they were trying to make it a non, like non-gender orientated, like it's just for kids. But it seemed to be more appealing more towards the boys than it was the girls, and it looked bad on their on the network. So they scrapped it for that reason. I think there was one other reason. Um, there was just like problems with, you know, producing and all that other stuff. But there there's there's been like three or four different theories as to why Teen Titans just ended. And then he goes on to talk about well. You know, the whole Red X situation, Terra situation in this video, and it's it's like... Is that the one where he talks about how the sixth season would have been a Starfire story arc? Yes. I think mm-hmm. I watched the same video. Yeah. So how, and, like, kind of explain a little bit, because I, I haven't oh, seen this video, the, the oh, Starfire story oh, arc. Okay, so essentially what he was saying was, uh, with each season is a character story arc. Oh, like, okay. uh, season, one, for, for, yeah, season one was Robin, because mm-hmm. we had his transition from Red X to Slade's Apprentice to mm-hmm. a then-redemption story. Um, season two was Cyborg, Cy- with oh, him turning into stone, going infiltrating the Hive. Season three was, was Raven, no, was Beast, Beast Boy. Beast. With, Wait, what, no, no, it was five was more Beast Boy. No, because you had the Terra, you had the Doom Patrol, you had, um, yeah, Terra and then Doom Patrol. I felt like I don't know because they all Raven I, was four because it was Trigon, right? I know, yeah. I know that Beast Boy I, was after Raven. Yeah, because so because it. Or it could it went Terra was season Terra was most it was mostly about Terra. Okay, fair enough. I can, and I can, then, I can accept and that. And then transitioned more into Beast Boy with Doom Patrol or transitioned into Raven with Trigon and then Beast Boy with the Doom Patrol because at the very end that's when they united the whole Titans, North, East, South, so, West, all of them and got one big Teen yeah, Titans. So actually the correct order would have been one Robin, two Terra, mm-hmm. three Cyborg, four Raven, then five Beast Boy. Yeah, okay. I and I guess with Beast season Boy. six, supposedly supposed to be Starfire, they actually are saying the film adaptation is more about Starfire instead of season I mean, six. I felt like they kind of had like, I mean, you had some of Starfire's background. Like, I think there was an episode where they, you find they, out she comes, how she gets to Earth. Then there's another one about her sister and, and how they, they actually go to, they uh, go yeah. to Tamaran yeah. and because she's supposed to get married. But those are like so scattered and in between. They are, that yeah. You can't. And really... then there's the one episode where she, um, where she ev- kind of evolves her powers. She goes, she runs away, gets like the little horn thing, mm-hmm. and then gets eaten or almost gets eaten, and then, so I mean, they, yeah, they have scattered episodes of her. But so I but think a, there was not really like a dedicated mm-hmm. season. I think a full story arc would be really cool. Would be nice to have. I don't know what they'd do. Yeah, especially like. I don't, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Well, we won't see. Never mind. Sorry, false hope. Huh. We won't uh, be seeing that. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Out of those, uh, what was your guys' favorite? Favorite season? Or favorite episode? Because that's a lot of moments. Or? Like, yeah, like, 
as far as story arcs, which one's your favorite? Oh, okay. Favorite story arcs. Okay, that's that's a little. Okay. Well, uh, okay. So I'm gonna do favorite story arc, and then I'm also gonna do favorite moment. I'm gonna do favorite moment first. Uh, favorite moment comes from season one, uh, when they first introduced like uh, Plasmus. And then Cinderblock, really. Oh, in the first, like, in, like the first That's episode. Right, right, two episodes in, yeah. And I think you guys know the moment I'm talking about when Robin and Cyborg finally perfected the Sonic Boom. Mm-hmm. It was so lit. And I, I, I was the first I just, time when they messed up. He was like, Yurger, no Yurger, yeah. I quit. And then they finally got it just right and how they were just like running on the sides of like the tunnel. <laughs> and it was like Robin threw his like little burnerangs and then Cyborg and his cannon. And it was, it was awesome. Um, favorite story arc? Um... That's a bit tougher because there are there are a lot of good ones. Mm-hmm. There were so uh, many good honest. ones, and they were just intertwined. I am going to go a little, and maybe it's not people's favorites, but I really enjoyed it, and it's a bit not mainstream, so I'll go ahead and choose it. Uh, Cyborg's tenure as the leader of Titans East. Okay, I oh, like yeah, that. There some good that moments. Was, I lasted maybe, what, three, four episodes? Yeah, it was about three, four episodes. Like, their base got taken over. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was a four-part episode. Yeah, that was huge. He had to save everyone and then end up calling Titans. And then there's a little, will he leave the Titans and then stay with Titans East because mm-hmm. they need a leader? But, yeah, that was a really good story arc. Great development for Cyborg, just mm-hmm. seeing more of his perspective, how he feels about things. And, yeah. For me, like... I, it, it, there's a lot of moments, but one that's coming to mind just because it was, it was funny and it was every so often. We got enough of it to kind of be like, oh, that's kind of funny, and then it disappeared, was Robin being jealous of Aqualad. Oh, yeah. Robin, that was just so <laughs> funny. <laughs> and even Team Titans Go was still, like, float, you know, flirting with that idea a little bit. I think there was a couple moments where they were, um, he, it was it was speedy as well. There's that he had his issues with speedy. Um, basically, Robin's insecurities, right? Yep. They made it in a funny light. Yeah, they did it in such a funny way. Uh, so maybe just that bundle package um, storyline. Like there are just so many great moments, story arcs, even some of the mini story arcs were just so good. Um, it was there were a lot of great fusions between uh, of serious and you know funny, um, but still getting that point across in such a way that was still complex enough um, that you're you're involved, but simple enough to still follow. You know that just that whole realm. It was great, but ooh, just for the simple fact that because it's not resolved and. And it just kind of, when, when it came full circle, it was like, oh, I love that story much more because what it could have been going into the future was the Red X. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a Red X storyline. But just the... F- it And Teen Titans in general is a real show. It dealt with real problems, mm-hmm. a few real problems. Um, um, and, like, there was that part of them dealing with betrayal, you know, of, of Robin, like... Why the hell would you do this? This this is not cool. Um, I yeah. thought you were one of us, yada yada, and just lying to them and, and mm-hmm. all this. Uh, 
was it was good. It so, was fantastic. But yeah, the Red X storyline. Whew, man. Um, favorite moment by far would probably be I think it was actually season one where all of all of the guys from Teen Titans got pulled to a battle arena and you meet Speedy that's when you meet Speedy for the first time. <sighs> I love that episode because Robin and Speedy obviously were both voiced by the same person like hi I'm Robin hi I'm Speedy I like you and then towards the end they're just like I hate you and they're like, like and so, they're like so similar the uh-huh. masks and everything <laughs> mm-hmm. they're like looking in a mirror at each other uh, that was probably one of my favorite moments other than the only other moment that I really liked was when they had the Kid Flash when Kid Flash made yeah. his little appearance that was a cool episode I really that, that mini story yeah. between him and Jinx Jinx yeah it's actually pretty cool mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. different and favorite story arc, I like the whole, I don't, I like the story arc where Cyborg goes and infiltrates Hive. You see him become stone, become someone else, someone who he used to be, being fully human, having, you know, human emotions or, you know, thinking he had more human emotions. And that, that was really cool. I like seeing that. And one of the, one of the things that stuck out was, when he first put on the the bands and look and had that original look, he's like, um, Starfire was like, "You look weird." He's like, "I feel normal again." And Starfire's like, "This isn't the normal that I know," and it's kind of like Cyborg's like, you know, "This is who you are now. This is who you need to be," and that I felt like that kind of, you know, showed started showing Cyborg's more human side towards you know his situation, his reality. So that was yeah. They did really good to play on that, especially like with the episode of uh, when his match against Atlas. Yes, where he really Atlas was just like, well, it's better to be all machine mm-hmm. than part human, mm-hmm. and, and then he, like, he really struggled with like his limitations, and you just see him. I believe he was trying to bench press. Uh, like a whole lot of weight. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't remember the exact amount, but he's just like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. And then all of a sudden, he's just like, well, the beauty of it is, while computers are limited, not like humans mm-hmm. aren't. We we're literally you just have to believe if you wish to achieve. Mm-hmm. And he's movie, movie, movie. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not gonna say it. You're not. It's hot rod. Thank you, Tim. Welcome. And this that wasn't the first time he had oh, struggled <laughs> with, you know, feeling human. I believe it was it was probably when they first started the cyborg story arc in season two where um he was out playing football and his power cell shut down and he just kinda dropped and he's just like, Oh, I need to go home and recharge and he gets pulled into this underground like a not even arena, just an underground shelter for robots and they're trying the oh, I remember that episode. they're trying to make him all robot trying to get rid of the the imperfections the human part and then towards the end he realizes that you know the machine isn't what makes him a man the man behind the machine is what makes him a man yeah there was, there was a lot of that and mm-hmm. they even touched on they even touched on it again when they went to the, when Robin went to the was no Starfire went to the future Remember, you got old cyborg. Yeah. You get he's like, I'm not, not I'm not the man I used to be. I can't. Yeah. So and he has to walk around with the, the battery charger and all that jazz. And it was that was actually low key a heart wrenching episode. Mm-hmm. In in a sense. 
Man, it, some of those episodes. Got I'm just glad they didn't give Nightwing that flamboyant blue and black suit. <laughs> no, they kept kind of stuck with the the animated series look, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. The black with the little bit of blue. Yeah. All right. So as far as story arc, mine is actually also the cyborg invading high. That was just really good. Super good. Just a lot of good stuff happening there. Because you actually got to see more of the other side. Of yeah. The the bad guys, but you know it's like. It's like you get you get to see their side of it and how, you know, they're just doing what they're... They're not even being told. They're being controlled into doing it. Yeah. By Brother Blood. Yeah, but my second favorite would be the one with... Uh, who's a, uh, like... Shoot. Is it the monkey um, that's trying to take over? Or that little robot with the brain. Oh, the camera. Okay. Oh, the beast was, Yeah, with Doom Patrol. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That, brain. that was. I think brain. brain was his actual brain. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that, that was. I was saying, that was pretty intense, just how, like, mm-hmm. they, were, they was running it. That was yeah. actually relatively. I, I like that, too, because you really saw a different uh, aspect of Beast Boy, because up until now, he's just been the comic relief who sometimes yeah. had a lot of trouble. I'll see him like. Then, <laughs> sometimes. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, for those that didn't know the comics, they're just like, <laughs> what the heck? His name is Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, it also shows a different side as far as like, this, the show, because it makes it seem like literally a hopeless situation like mm-hmm. I was like yo dog the Teen Titans lost my dude like how can the Teen Titans lose like when you're like dude, 8 years old it's like Teen Titans can't lose what you mean <laughs> 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 but no actually you're very very true to kind of see that other side and he's like oh yeah we know their plans we know what they're gonna do they can't get the jump on us and mm-hmm. just like all of a sudden you're seeing the T Titans flustered and they split and then you realize like, oh, they're divided. They can't win divided. They have to work together. And it was just it was wild. Yeah. It that was that was a hard part. And we saw like small glimpses of that, especially uh with the return of Terra. Um and she essentially knew them. And so she got to jump on them and beat them, but they all banded together. And they, oh, that was like one of the coolest moments of season two, though. Whenever like they were trapped in like the cave after she closed them in, and then they're just like, "All right, guys, you know what we have to do." And they're like in the smoke, and then they're just like going at her, all coming in silhouettes and stuff like that. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" My, okay, but then on to like my favorite. This is my favorite hot worst moment when you realize Robin's not in the red X suit anymore. Mm, yeah, like find somebody you're else. Just like, who is it? Yeah, and you're who just like, could it be? Like, who got their hands on it? Like, who would have? Because Robin locked that away somewhere in the tower, mm-hmm. didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Who could possibly have? Well, if he locked it away as well as he locked locked away Slade's mask, I don't know if you remember that episode. He goes downstairs and it's just sitting on a box. You, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you are not wrong. And now I'm mad. <laughs> but no, no, like, no. no they it was like in a ball. It like yeah, they turned around the door, ball. like where he would put his own uniform. He probably got his uniforms in. Well, you already know they're hanging up every single one in the closet on a hanger because all the teams tried to wear it. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Cyborg must have stretched that one, and Robin was like, "You can keep it." <laughs> You can keep it. <laughs> I remember that. But no, he went... To, I think we actually see him go to a vault and that enter mm-hmm. a code in. So, like, 
Who like who could it possibly be? Because obviously we're yeah. at a point. Ooh, possible. Could it now? This is obviously a a theory altogether. Could it be where? Because could it be Jason Todd? Could it be an iteration of Jason Todd? Because remember, he was kidnapped, never killed, and he went a little crazy for a while. Could this be our introduction of that in between realm of like maybe that small spat? And we just, that's a way of introducing him into the Teen Titans universe? I want to say maybe, but I'd have to say no because Nightwing was already established before Jason Todd even became a part of the picture, is the problem. And like you said, that's why it's a hybrid. It's mm-hmm. like, because um, this iteration of Teen Titans is a combination of various comic lines yeah um so it's obviously not gonna be exactly no absolutely not so i think they have a little bit of leeway to do something like that Mm -hmm. because um at the same time we just actually we don't know how far into titans robin technically is even though he left yeah and we're at the end of season five so technically how many years is that exactly we could assume every season is a year Mm-hmm. Technically, if we really want to think about it, could it be that that could have been the point where at the end of season six he becomes Nightwing? I don't know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, I just want to go ahead and give a couple honorable mentions uh, for moments and story arcs. Uh, story arc, uh, you mentioned it briefly about when the Titans were wearing Robin's clothes when he went to go train that very episode. <laughs> That was that was pretty good because we we know Robin he's 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 the leader he's the most uh, technically sound in terms of fighting skill because he's the only one without powers. Um, well, Cyborg is a robot, like, he, but he was it but was like some like some super ninja guy that he had, like was trying to, like he but, met like met some sort of monk like oh yeah because he, he went to, to the mountain grandmaster mm-hmm. yeah yeah I remember that and so yeah that was a really good episode because then he ran into uh, I forget what it is I I keep wanting to say it's like a like a like a I want to say it's a tortoise but I that no that's kung fu panda he ran into some sort of animal <laughs> all the way up every obstacle he was at was it was it. It was, was it I'm pretty sure it was a monkey that had like monkey. the had like the Wolverine sideburns yes, going on. The, yes, the yes, yes. Mutton chops. You say mutton chops? Mutton, mutton, chops. mutton chops. Okay. Right. Yeah, that that was that was a good uh, little story arc they had there for that one. Um, Trigon was also mm-hmm. good, especially with uh, like the penultimate uh, moment where she's kind of reminiscing, going through fragments of her memory, and she's talking with Robin, like, the one person on the team, like, she truly connects with. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that was pretty And neat. it was actually cool also with the Trigon when they brought Slade back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was kind of like, oh, my God. And the um, worst part is you know that he's going to be, like, ten times stronger than he was before, and you saw how much of a hassle he was for the Titans to begin with. So yeah, Deathstroke like, is AKA that dude. Yeah, that yeah. Dude. An honorable mention moment uh, towards the end of season five, where they did the calling all Titans because they got all their friends that they've encountered up until that point. Everyone had their little communicator, and they're just like Titans, wide scale attack. We're taking this ish down. 
It yep. Was, it was wild. That was wild. I, I'm pretty sure that's how they ended it, too. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, and Kid, because Kid Flash didn't come until, like, the end. Yeah. Kid Flash was gone. I think he was in Mexico. I think he had gone to Mexico, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Which is like, why would you go to Mexico of all places? I'll, I'm just going to throw this out there. Best character in all of Teen Titans. Character, characters. Mas and Menos. Oh, yeah. I was thinking Mas that. And <laughs> Yo, y'all remember the episode with the Puppet King? Yes, yeah. that was a cool episode. I, oh, uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, uh, you know also what else I liked? Mad Mod. Mm, that dude. Mm. Oh. When he turned Do you remember Ridge? Johnny Rancid? Yes. <laughs> Wait, which one was Johnny Rancid? This the, wasn't he the motorcycle guy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The one. And then he eventually got powers, too, right? Uh, no, then, uh, he got, uh, uh, the, the chip guy, Cyber. Oh, yeah, Cyber infused Free. with Cy- him. Yeah, I'm literally so, watching this all night tonight, just so you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why are you not on Netflix yet? Please. I'm saying. Or, what's Netflix the Master of Games, up. the one with, uh. He was the one with the All Guys Tournament. Okay, yeah, that, mm-hmm. that was nice. That was and there's my dude, uh, Hotspot. Yes. Oh, wait, wait, wasn't there a race one that Robin was yeah. a part of? It, it was the briefcase. It was the briefcase. briefcase. What then, was in the briefcase? And then that, we no, will never that, know. That's when it led to the very next episode was the recap of how they all met. Because I think the the allusion, like they were alluding to that what was in the briefcase was the memory of how they all first met. Because that's what Robin treasured the most. Don't make me cry, man. Whew. Feelings right there. I'm just saying, did you not watch that episode? I did, but I didn't put two and two together. I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> Teen Titans can't lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, there's just so much that that we have to have answered. I'm really mad now, guys. Like, cause we will never know. I know. Legitimately, right. we'll, and we'll, we will never see Garfield and Tara be a thing. I didn't care about that. I just want to know who's on the dang Red X Max, man. Like, one thing that was actually really cool that I don't think none of us have touched on. I mean, you kind of were in that realm was seeing Raven's different personalities. Mm-hmm. That was you a saw very interesting, once, and that was when, an interesting episode, yeah. though. It was. It was very, and that wasn't even during like her like season. No, I know. I, I that was like in an earlier season. Yeah, it was like I think it was like season three. Well, the season three no. sooner well, than no, that. Wait, hang on. We've been inside Raven's mind, I think, a few times though. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's in a sense what I think I'm alluding to yeah. is what you kind of why I'm saying you touched on it is because we were literally inside Raven's mind. Her personalities literally took form by and also via their different colors, yeah. which was which was really really cool. So then you could differentiate who was who, but then like how she had to balance it all, why she was the way she was, and what it meant if she ever lost that balance and it was just it was really cool yeah uh, lots of great moments in Teen Titans uh, guys be sure to drop in the comments what you miss most about Teen Titans or what's your favorite uh, moment and character arc and if you've not seen Teen Titans tell us why so we can roast you for not seeing it <laughs> and then we'll tell you to go see it yeah yeah 
I forgot another honorable mention when Robin was Slade's apprentice and he was fighting everyone on the rooftop of what I believe was Wayne, Wayne Enterprises. Yep. And oh then, yes, it was. Yep. yep. And, then, and then you just see him fighting in like the light. Everyone's coming at him. He's like bobbing and weaving, kicking, and he just did. He uppercut somebody. Oh my gosh, that was the best. He's because he had he had the little nano cannon on his mm-hmm. arm, and he's like Slade was like fight to win, or else I'll take them over. Deathstroke was cold-blooded, bro. Yeah. He was cold-blooded. Man. So, okay. Let's make this transition. Let's 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 go to real world. Let's 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 go to the real world. And look, I'm talking about I think you I think you mean live action. <laughs> Still on the superhero subject. Flash, let's go. Let's All right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for this. You haven't said anything the entire episode, and now you just. What do you mean? We, I was just talking about Teen Titans, man. What you mean? Because I, I priorities. Prior I've only seen yeah. a couple episodes of Young Justice. So I'm just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but overall thoughts. Well, that happened a lot sooner than I thought it would, and by that spoiler alert, I'm talking about Savitar. I don't know why, but I knew they were going to do it soon. I just didn't think they were going to do it like they, that soon. They they were dropping hints for it to be that soon. Yeah. I, I like, like I, st- I like the way they always do it. I'm still relatively surprised, and I'm like, I see these sad photos, I hear this info, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's gonna be awesome. That's gonna be awesome. But it, every time, I know it's coming. But then at the same time, I'm like, huh? Oh, I saw this picture huh? yesterday. I didn't know it was happening tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, just the way, like, Savitar just looks so dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, my I, friend compared him to a blue Megatron. Yep, that's yes. what a lot of people have been saying. Yes. He's like a version so of So, Savitar is... Well, okay, so... He's, Sav- not, he's not the god of speed. Savitar, the name Savitar is derived from, I believe it's the Hindu god of speed. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, he... So he is essentially the god of speed. And one of the big questions surrounding Savitar, for those that watch the episodes towards the end, why Barry was the only one who saw Savitar. Now, of course we can theorize and they'll probably confirm it later or not. I think it's just that because he's vibrating at a different frequency, uh, frequency, uh, he's moving in and out of the uh, speed force. So that Barry dope. is barely fast enough to see him and handle him. Uh, and by handle, Bruh. I mean get manhandled. Yo, so that's kind of funny. If Zoom broke this dude's back. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't, don't do that to us. But don't do that to us. Don't do that to us. <laughs> so, so here's, I, I, saw, I, I, saw, I saw this. Um, and and it's, it makes sense. I don't think obviously we're gonna get some very like crazy situations. I don't think we'll ever quite see a broken back type of situation again. At least not this. Well, season. I mean, I know. not with Wally about to get his powers because obviously we knew that's where that was going. Mm-hmm. But he ended up in some sort of tree ish thing, whatever it was. And we gonna talk things. about that later. I got some qualms with you, Wallace. <laughs> um. But, like, he's going to have help from other speedsters now. Mm-hmm. With that being said, I, I really hope HR leaves at midseason, which I think he will. Because how are we going to get Jesse and, and, uh, back along with, with Harry? Um, you have to have HR go. Well, the question is when. Say Wally gets his powers... 
first thing Jesse did when she got her powers was come over, come to see Barry. Wally gets his powers. What's the first thing you think he'll do? Probably go see Jesse. And then they'll probably both come back to help Wally. Or Barry. You're not wrong. Potential. Potentially. I don't know. Yeah, and that kind of digs into my next question that I was going to ask in general. Feelings on HR. Um, We've already made that abundantly clear. (laughs) And when they first presented the idea... Um, a lot of people were just like, well, they found a way to keep, keep Harrison Wells interesting. Because mm-hmm. that's like the big concern is just like, oh, are we just going to have him stick around? Because he's been talking about he wants to go back home. Because um, then that creates like a conflict of interest between like storyline and then character development. Um, and then when they went out and said, hey, why don't we grab another HR from a different universe? And it's like, yeah, that's something interesting, uh, something, because honestly, I was wanting something, just like a slight tweak, where he's more, not necessarily happy-go-lucky, but he's more lighthearted, a little more caring <laughs> than like uh, Like the father Harry that was, you want to have. Frankly, you're just a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Best line to see. <laughs> and, and the, the, and the, the right Oscar goes to Cisco Ramon. <laughs> But yeah, and then as soon as they're just like, oh, he has a secret, and the secret is that he's not actually a genius. Um, I do like the direction they took it. It keeps it from um, pretty much being cut from the same cloth, but it still feels weird. Mm-hmm. And Why does all Harrison Wells have to have secrets? But well, I mean, but that, that's the thing. He doesn't really have a secret. That he, was, never, he never to, lied. To our extent, he that, never that's yeah. the secret. But, but that but that was that was cool. He but they presented it in a way that we think he's lying. He never lied, but mm-hmm. at the same time, they never asked, and he had nothing to hide, except for Fair the enough. fact of he's not a genius, and he didn't entirely solve the code. That's about as it. Like that's his biggest crime right now yeah. is that he didn't solve okay. that. That's it. Fair enough. You know. So um, yeah, it does keep him interesting. And it was kind of funny, like, the, we still got glimpses of other Harrison Wells without really seeing all the other Harrison Wells. And it's just, like, one of my favorite interchanges was not this episode, but I think it's the episode... No, actually, it was this past episode, uh, which I believe was titled Shade, um, where they were talking about... Uh, they finally revealed to him that they, their Harrison Wells was a wanted criminal. <laughs> and, He's like, you didn't tell me this? And so then he was just like, all right, I finally solved the conundrum. I'm just going to fate like use a pen that changes his facial structure so people see him as someone different. And so then he's going on about this, and you see glimpses of, like, Harry and then Harrison Wells. And then all of a sudden he's just like... Y'all got a big belly. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> and then that, that was it. So. When he when he's when when they when he came when HR came to the earth and all of a sudden he's like, call me HR and I'm like, is is this man about to hire people? Like I am the HR department, so call me HR. Like go somewhere. Please go somewhere. Um so, feelings of the season overall so far through six episodes? Um, I'm liking it so far. Um, one thing, I'm sure a lot of people, Caitlin Snow. I'm liking that story. I am too. Which we're getting a full-blown, like, another story, I think, mm-hmm. this Which is being episode. directed by 
Kevin Smith! And that's, mm-hmm. that's actually this coming Tuesday. Is it? Okay. Yeah. And to be See, honest, I will say this. He killed it the first time he did it. Agreed. And the fact we're getting more action in this one, mm-hmm. and it's on Killer Frost. Oh, yeah. did anybody pay attention to the full-blown vibe and Killer Frost outfits? Yes. I didn't. Yes, in the flat, in the, in, in the vibe, full-blown. Goggles, suit on both of them. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I noticed, I noticed Snow, or um, Frost, Killer Frost, but I wasn't like, I wasn't really looking at vibe that much. I was just kind of like, oh yeah, Cisco. Going, no, but also, they kind of hinted it too, because there was, uh, CW did it like, uh, the Flash did it behind the, the behind the scenes, you know, um, so basically into the costumes. And they were, they, they talked about Wally West, they talked about Jesse Quick, they talked about berries and the alterations and how they worked it to make it mold to the people. And then they started showing a couple of others. And two of them that they showed but never talked about was Vibe and Killer Frost. So then, like, and the funny thing is, they literally did it four days before that episode aired. And then it airs, and I'm like, I guess that. All right, clears it up. They told us, <laughs> you know. So it's like, it's we. They they let us know. Yeah, secretly. Yeah. Anyways, I I feel like it's been um, a good start. It's kind of hard to compare it to last season because they had such a good run up to the mm-hmm. mid season finale. Uh, everything was well paced um, leading up to that point. There was still a lot of air of mystery and a lot of, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A lot of um, almost desperation in Team Flash uh, with this new threat they're getting. Now it's something different that they're dealing with, ramifications of uh, Flashpoint, obviously. And I don't know, It's it's been good. It started off a bit weird. Uh, if you were on, I believe it was... Several weeks ago, John uh, Sharpton. Yes, shout out to John. He had mentioned that we were getting the uh, middle saga episode syndrome or something like that, where it's just like the middle of the trilogy, where we have the first of the arc that was at the end of season two. We're getting the middle of it, which will then get the final. So then that means that second half of season three is going to be phenomenal. You know? Um, everybody pretty much coming to terms because I, I think we're on the verge of really hitting that final arc where people are starting to really accept their new fates. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so, I, I mean, eventually we'll probably see where that actual turning uh-huh. point is. But and I think, yeah. And I think you're right because a lot of it is having to deal with, uh, and especially with a lot of um, the past two seasons in Flash, um, with new powers that Barry's learned. I believe a lot of it's been within the first half of the season. Yeah. Um, I believe so. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, so everyone's really been acclimated until they finally get the big reveal of the villain, like uh, either not necessarily what their end game is or you finally fully understand what they're trying to implement. Um, that's really when things start picking up. So um, they've been doing well in that, I would agree with you. And especially... I guess it'd be kind of hard for us now because it's not quite the mid-season finale, but they have to fit in the four-way crossover at this point too. So there Which might be a, there might be a next week. Not no. 
So not, everything else but Flash yeah. is on break so they can realign because of the election. They had to mm-hmm. not do Flash. So Flash is the only thing this week. And then everything, the Fortnite crossover, is the following okay. week. Yeah. Which, because um, which, End of Legends, basically, that's, they were like, hey, you guys, you guys done with your bromance? Because our friends need us in 2016. And that was literally like, okay, there's, there's the crossover. They they told us about it like yeah. they blatantly said it and it, which was cool and it was it was actually that was kind of I would say that was kind of organic in in, in the sense of well the one well the yeah because I mean that's so, a, that's yeah. essentially what the show's about it's like well where's the next riff and then all of a sudden it's just like look this is cool and all but guys we got bigger problems to deal yeah. with back home but it, I, I, quick pause I am liking this whole um um. Steel. Steel and and Palmer. Okay, now, thing. I don't like that they're calling him Steel. I'm wanting them to call him Captain Steel. Adam. No, Captain Adam's completely different, though. Captain Adam had a different power set than 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 Citizen Cold. I mean, Citizen Steel. Is that who they're calling? Citizen. Wait, they, they're calling. He's. Because remember, his grandfather is Commander Steel, and they even name dropped Citizen Steel. They were like, "What?" There's... Because he was trying to base it off his grandfather. His grandfather is his hero. Okay. So he is the hero, Citizen Steel. He is not Captain Adam. Captain Adam has a different skill set. He deals with molecules. I know. Adam. So it's not this character. Nate is not. He is nowhere oh, wow. near. I've been watching this. Ep- I've been watching You've been watching all it all wrong. I was now. like waiting for no. him to like be able to absorb energy and all this other. No, stuff. you were. You're coming at it all wrong. I am. This is meant to be, and they've said and from the get. Here's my comics card. Is. You can cut a corner off. And, of and, and, <laughs> and even and even from that perspective, like having Captain Adam would make sense because they already have Firestorm. Um, I, in that right. regard, which actually, um, one thing I saw that was really cool when they were shooting, and he just stopped all the bullets midair. I thought that was cool because one yeah. thing that Firestorm can do is actually their structure is changing. I want to see them. I want to see them work on that more. Uh, I want to see a little bit more advancement. And with what's going on with um, Doctor Stein right now, what what's going to happen with that? You kind of got a little bit of a. I don't even know what to call it. I don't want to say teaser or anything, but I mean, you, something's going on. Something's happening, and I'm yeah. don't want to know. Anyways, okay, let's backtrack to Flash. All right, back to Flash. Back to Flash. Anyways, so and I, you mentioned earlier about uh, natural transitions or uh, within like Flash, and then people developing their character storyline. Mm-hmm. My boy Wallace, you somehow managed to let me down. We're talking about him deciding to pick up Alchemy's freaking rock. <laughs> but can you, like... No, the, now, it does progress the storyline. It does it work. Does. Is that how I would have liked to see it go down? Not necessarily. But we're not, get but we're, but we're not talking about that. I'm not the one who's yelling action. <laughs> no, but I still think <laughs> it's a natural sense because even in real life, if you knew something was going to give you something... Even though you know it's terrible, aren't you still not going to do... It's only human nature. 
that's about it. To be honest, I felt like that's about as natural as you can truly get still keeping to what humans tend to do, mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yes, we don't like it, but, like... I, I understand what you're saying. It, it's, it's what... To be honest, if I knew it was going to give me powers... I'd be juggling like a baseball. Like, <laughs> like, Catch, Dad! And everybody's like, no, you should not do that! That's like a kid well, touching a hot stove. Like, hey. You shouldn't do, do it, it, but you're going to learn. I don't know. I guess with me, I'm just, with this particular aspect of comic lore, I would have preferred to them to be more reminiscent of how Wally actually got his powers, as opposed to alchemy bestowing them. You can't not, because the reason being, you can't do that. Because well, I'm not of, saying exactly like it, but then playing it, upon the uh, it, this upon is the Barry going like essentially dying and going into the speed force, he's getting yeah, hit with the yeah, wave. But, 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 I'd he, rather he, something jump start him, kind of like how Jesse said yeah. something jump started her, than him having to go through the alchemy route. Like if they would have maybe uh, okay, let me rephrase this. Maybe if they would have. Had the stone. Yeah, we know he's going to get the powers. Um, and some sort of interchange. Uh, Wally's like near it. Someone interacts with it. It blows up or something That'd like be, that. Okay, I can see that. I would have preferred that than him just going, just like picking it up. All of a sudden, he's a tree. But but look, look. <laughs> we, all, we all know it had to be done because that meant we knew how the husks were coming around. Because they were treating it like a, a, a caterpillar. Literally, um, in that sense, I would I would imagine with the assumption that we're we're given, we don't we don't have that confirmation till later, but that's how I feel it's it's looking. But also at the same time, you don't want to rehash something with the speedster getting powers, because you've you've got Barry struck with the chemicals, you got Jesse being jump started, you had trajectory pumping herself, you need something different. You have to. But I think in that sense, you need to give something different, in in terms of somebody getting their powers. But in this way, it's the most natural way with still progressing the storyline because you. It's the Doctor Alchemy aspect. I don't know, because to me, when I see this, I just think it's more of a way for them to keep the storyline going. Because ultimately, um, if we look at uh, the rival, he failed. Uh, he the powers were bestowed upon him. Alchemy still has a hold on him. He through some form or fashion, takes the rival out. Does that mean they're going to use this to the advantage later on that Wally's still going to be within his grasp when he gets that power? I, I'm i going to say See, yes because and that, I think and then, Alchemy... Because remember, when Alchemy was bestowing the power onto people, he was the one in control mm-hmm. of it. This is different. Alchemy's not the, Alchemy said, I can help you. But he wasn't the one that physically was like, all right, here you go. It's Wally touching that rock. So I don't know if that maybe Alchemy holding that rock was allowing to influence things. Because Alchemy was giving the power as to where Wally is just accepting. He's accepting and taking. Mm -hmm. And he's taking what he can handle, what he deserves, what he thinks is fit for him. But but, I'm just saying at the same time, we just saw him... uh, not necessarily pick up the rock. I think he just touched it. He whatever. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah, but at the same time, 
we don't know whether because we also still have Barry who's getting manhandled by Savitar. We don't know they're actually picking up Alchemy's rocker yet. That's what they're. I guess that's what they're going to have to cut to um, at some point in time. Who who's possessing the rock at this point? Does Joe have it? Is it locked up somewhere in Star Labs? Now, um, that's actually that. That's really a, a, a good point because they could have very easily said, "Oh, Wally picked it up and nothing happened." And it, it, it has to be, it has to be alchemy. But, actually, part of me was thinking that. I was like, nothing's going to happen. But at the same time, we got to move yeah. on. We got to move forward. And then, but, but it would have been actually a letdown. If but at the same time, happen. if alchemy has control of the stone, did he, does that mean he now has control of Wally, who took the powers from the rock? A lot of questions. Because that's the yeah. one thing that I I would hate for them to go that route. It's like later on, he's like, yeah, I've had these powers all this time. Who do you think Alchemy is? It's not Julian. That's a red I herring. I know. It's a red herring. Unfortunately, which was kind of funny. Well, not funny, but I noticed when, when Wally was going to Alchemy, they were trying to call Julian, and they could not get a hold of him. They're like, I don't know where he's at. Yeah, that's like the first time he's been a no-show. It, it, mm-hmm. it, it could be. He's possible. He's definitely on the list. Like, he, I, he's... He, we don't have anything that... Sur- but yeah, something we have, to do with it. I, we're in the... We're... You could... You Obviously, you have a point. But at the same time, we have been given nothing to be able to rule him out yet either. Especially when he's well, like... He started... He was actually talking... He's When uh, him and Barry were having that bonding episode... Barry was like, why are you, you know, so against the Metis? She's like, because these people are given powers and doing wrong with them. If I had these powers... This is, this is a bit of selfishness. No, that was like, it was a super selfish moment. <laughs> For the right reasons, but it was super yeah. selfish. But, you know... And it's just kind of like, well, Alchemy's been giving people powers for his own purpose, which is to get rid of the Flash. Would it be possible that Jillian is giving people powers to get rid of the Flash so that he then could be the hero that he wants to be? Save the world and be get his name up there. Maybe? I don't know. I'm just... I'm just very hesitant to... I, I get there's nothing else that's on the table right now. Um, there's nothing else on the table, but the question is... No, it's not a matter of the question. It, well, yeah, it, but um, who, who is Alchemy that we've seen? Because you can't tell me that it's going to be someone we haven't seen yet. I don't, I don't believe that. Like, it's going to be somebody that they've introduced maybe on a small part or on a huge part. But I think it will be somebody we are familiar with. But as of now, with the information we have, I'm saying a 60% chance it's, it's Julian. After next week, that might give us... We might have a different story. Because obviously we're looking at a Killer Frost episode. So that might reveal more because Julian is going to be involved. We might have some answers. Or at least more hints. Yeah. So, um... Word on the street is that they want to reveal Dr. Alchemy very soon, in like a few episodes soon. Don't know. Word on the street is latest mid-season. Yeah. Well, I don't, honestly, I don't think they'll 
he'll have anything to do with the whole um, crossover. Well, no, no. I don't think he'll be a part of the crossover. But so, because uh, remember, that's, that's episode eight. Then episode mm-hmm. nine is mid-season. Yeah. So, which is nice that they don't end it on a on a crossover note because yeah. it's just a little much. You, I, I, it's more satisfying to have it ending on a cliffhanger story note, you know, mm-hmm. a story-developing note. So, kind of like how uh, back, back was broken. Yeah, was that that was mid season finale when Barry? Oh God, greatest the greatest moment in that show. Even though it was heart wrenching, I yeah. almost cried. I almost cried. But at the same time, you're like, I mean, I know he's getting his powers back. I mean, I know he's going to be all right. I mean, there's still another half of a season we got to finish. Something's got to happen. I, 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 their their mid seasons for the most part are in a sense of actually just the CW in general. Their their mid seasons are pretty nice with those superhero oh, shows. It's because I mean before it was Oliver getting stabbed and people are like, oh, what's probably either that or just Barry versus him. One of those. Two I will no no favorite say, CW mid season finales. I will say this, but I will say Oliver being killed. More than Barry having back broken because we knew Barry was still alive. But I mean, on the other hand, we still understood Oliver had to be alive because there's no well, just like not Oliver Queen. But, but like, how is he going to get back to life is the biggest question. Because at that yeah. point, you had the Lazarus pit going on, and you're just like, is he? And then you had the whole Rachel Ghoul story. You're just like, there's so much there. You're just like, how? It was Barry, it's kind of like. Speed Force. <laughs> yeah, like, more or less. I mean, I just, like, the, the overall intensity. Like, just like, it was, it, and that, but I, again, I'm going to give it to Oliver because, like, that national shock fast. Did you see all the reaction videos for that? It yeah. was astronomical. People, I'm pretty sure I watched a reaction video of a, a girl crying because she was like, no, no, he can't leave the show. We can't have him go. I'm like, calm down, girl. Like, it's only the mid-season. <laughs> like, huh. But it was fun. But, like, but they were both in your feelings. Personally, um, for my personal favorite, I'm going to say Flash. But I think as, like, f- watching across the board, I think it has to go to, just to be fair, I think it has to go to Oliver. Oliver. Actually, I top networks. The best people for the um, mid-season finales, The Walking Dead. I fell off I know. a long time ago. I know, but if anyone's How still keeping up, up to here? it, if anyone's still keeping up, their mid-season finales. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> um, but how are how are we feeling on Arrow? Now that we're five, six episodes in, how how? No, I haven't seven, watched. I, mean. I haven't watched the seventh episode. Yeah, I'm not caught up. Hello, my. When I saw the ending for the new one, I was just like, oh. Really? Now... Oh. I'll go home and watch it tonight. Now, is it... This is the only question I'm going to ask on episode 7. Spoiler alert for those that haven't watched it either. Is Adrian confirmed to be that vigilante that was going around in episode 7? He is not confirmed. We didn't even get the mask off. Hmm. We didn't get the mask. You remember in the trailer? It shows Oliver going to... And, it, and it, you see a flash? Yeah. It's actually an explosion. And it like it's a blinding light. And then... He's and gone. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I know what I'm doing tonight. Um, the end of the episode... Like, it's one of those things, like... 
maybe there's a 5% chance. Now, actually, you know what? Technically, I should have put it higher. I should have suspected it. I'm not going to say what I should have suspected. Those who have seen this episode know because there there is a partial reveal at the end of the episode. Not saying, like, not revealing as to who is who. But there's some underlying stuff. And you're just kind of like... And with knowing the comic history that I know, I sat there and I was like, I should have known better. This is... Ultimately, for me, it should not have been a surprise, but it still was. And I'm mad at myself because I didn't catch it. Because of who this person was. And with, that, does with some it, of the shows we know. Does this have anything to do with the end of episode six? What happened at the end of episode six again? We had a oh, cut okay. of... No. Mm-hmm. No. Well, it doesn't direct... They talk about it. Um, I don't think this is much of a spoiler because we know the kind of character Quentin is. But he talks to Thea about it. That I don't think that's a spoiler uh, because Quentin yeah. is generally he tries to do the best he can. He tries to be a straight cut guy, and there was the reveal of him still drinking or whatever and blacking out. So it's kind of like, and you could kind of sense it. It was a misdirect. I don't know if you thought that. Yeah. And I'm like, if you thought it was a misdirect, you were correct. It's I don't think that's a. But I will, my thought is, and my, this was my thought after thinking that episode, after episode six, someone's toying with him. And you remember, uh, wait, did you find, did you see after they analyzed the, that it the thing that it can only be found in a certain or it's made in a certain location. I forget where. It remember, was. You remember what Felicity where it was. Felicity found that it was a compilation of all his arrows over the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it could only be found in SPC. You know. Yes, in, that's right. So we don't. So obviously, we still don't know who's who and all this jazz. But it's kind of one of those things like. <sighs> I, you just have to watch the episode. You just you just have to watch it. It's it, arrows grounded again, and I'm I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it. Okay. Um, it's it's definitely in its own right. It's not. It's we're not at the end of the season, so I can't say it's definitely better than season two. But it's on strides to be as good as season two. In some cases, if they hit their strides perfectly, better than season two. But, I mean, there has to be perfection from here on out. Um, but when you, oh, my goodness, when you see that character at the end of the episode All right. and you're just looking and you're like, that makes sense. But when you realize, actually, let me ask you this. What was your thoughts that came to your mind when Quentin saw his arm slashed with the throwing star? I was talking to my friend John at school, and he was talking about. He asked me the same question, and um, I, I he asked me, and I was like, "Red herring." Like, I was, well, the, oh, and and yeah, you're you're right there. But here's here's the thing. 
this is not okay. Based on previous episodes, I'm gonna say this. Remember how? So you remember how a church was being killed, and all of a sudden he looks at him silently, just stares at him, just just stares at him, and goes, "I know who the Green Arrow is. It's Oliver Queen." No, did anybody notice how this man didn't react? Yo, I noticed how he didn't react. He didn't react, and we're like, "Oh, this man knows. He has to know." But then all of, all of a sudden, Quentin's messed up. And then that was to me. I was like, "This, there, if if he didn't like, not only does he not know who, who he's sending a message by messing with Quentin. This is a message, apart from the killings, and it got confirmed in the sense of how. Let's put it that way. So then I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna ask go I'm home and watch it now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna ask this question, and you'll just go. I'll ask you a series of questions. You just say yes or no. Okay. No divulge into any sort of details. Okay. Um, so yeah, there's been a popular theory out there as to who Prometheus is. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them, just say yes or no. Uh, if it could point to potentially Tommy Merlin. No. No? I don't see anything. I think he's one of like the from only. I think Tommy Merlin is the only character that will probably stay dead. Well, I, I like, and again, this is something I don't know. Um, I'm not saying, you know, but like, we don't have. I mean, yes, Flashpoint is a thing. We do know Diggle Jr. is now a thing rather than Sarah. Mm-hmm. They've retconned Sarah. Um, but it's very, very possible with Flashpoint, and now that they've addressed Flashpoint, but they haven't addressed how much. But uh, we don't have really any real basis, to be honest. Fair enough. Fair enough. There's, there's no basis to say that. And I don't know. And I guess maybe I'm just reading into it too much because the entire theme of Arrow is it's supposed to tie into its roots. It's supposed to be Oliver dealing with his ghost and skeletons from season one. And I don't know. with, And they said that everyone's collected all his, well, his, pretty much almost all his arrows that he shot over the past f- four or five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would have to have access to SCPD. Um, I don't know. Okay. What's your next was, question? Um, next question. Um, what's his name? Felicity's boyfriend. The, uh, oh yeah, part of the task force, yeah. Um, I don't remember his name. Is it Billy? I don't yeah, know. Billy. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Alright, Billy? Billy. What about him? Oh. Yes or no? No. In turn, well, no, I'm just gonna... I, watch me episode, I kind of like... Maybe I think he's. So I think maybe. he's up to something. I think he's got something to do with a bigger plot going on. Cause I mean, okay, hold on. Cause sorry. like, well, cause remember, at the, oh, you haven't seen the episode, but at the end of the episode, Felicity admits that Tim that she is working with the Green Arrow. Well, yeah, that's episode six. Is that six? That's six. Oh, yeah, that's six. In, I mean, like, I, I could I could see why maybe possibly because the way was, he was asking questions yeah. was almost a question in in the sense of I'm gonna try to throw people off the trail or I'm gonna try to tr- throw viewers off off the trail because it just seemed like 
all these questions all at once. It was just kind of like, this, this doesn't feel right. It just didn't quite feel completely right with the way he asked. Or maybe... The way it came okay, presented. So then, all right, next question, variation. Same, same character. Would he be... Would you think he would be the new vigilante? No. The vigilante, like, I would believe it to be more... Adrian. Adrian than, mm-hmm. than anybody, because there were some things revealed in this episode. There was one scene where he was talking, and he's like, I've been to hell. And I was like, oh, okay. It was just kind of like how it was said, but it could be a red herring situation, too, that he's just not, not a crooked cop, but just a crazy cop. It could be another red herring. I don't know, because we didn't get a reveal. Okay. Um, all right, this will probably be the last question that I have in terms of Arrow and current situations. Um, if we all remember two or three episodes back, Diggle called in a favor. The reporter knew Oliver was being impersonated. And she had been, it seems like she's been tracking this guy for a long time. Who do, is it revealed, uh, or a little bit more look into this reporter, who she's working with, and what her goal is? Um, they're no, but they are pushing. They're pushing her more into the storyline in the terms of um, she's she's not. Let's put it this way: she's not going to be what Iris West was in the first season. Where she's just gonna be the love interest, right? Obviously, she's up to, up to something. Because yeah. in that same episode, not only was it that you saw her give uh, Oliver or his double um, the phone number, that very same episode at the end, she said, "Yeah, I found him." The only question is his connection to Oliver Queen, or when she was talking to her source. And so, I'm just interested in who she's working for, uh, what ties she has to not only Diggle's contact, but now what her game plan is now that she knows uh, Oliver knows him through some sorts. But the, the thing is, Oliver didn't recognize him. Um, you mean, him, you're talking about human target, right? Yeah, because obviously that's who she's going after as of right now because she's more familiar with him. Yeah. She, she was just like, the question is, what's his ties to Oliver Queen. So she's using, hopefully using Oliver Queen to get through possibly Diggle then to the target. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but there, there's no further storyline progression there. Mm-hmm. It's more of a romantic interest progression side of things. Um, I mean, look, it, like, I'm not surprised, like, ladies are falling for it. It's, it's, Oliver Queen. It's kind of like it's going to happen. <laughs> He's got the charm. So, it, you know, it is what it is. And so it's kind of like you you knew it was going to kind of happen from the get-go, especially when Thea confronted her. You're like, she's going to be in this for quite a while. You just knew. So, but it's... Um, uh, Wild Dog and 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 Diggle 
starting to be on better terms. It's good. Kind of, there's, there's, I knew they'd get along. <laughs> Huh? Yeah. I knew they'd get along. They 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 would have to. There's just too much in common for them not to. They just had to get to a point, to a a breakdown point, to be able to start realizing that you know. And I like the moment that it ended on with them, and I'm like, all right, they they gonna be cool. They gonna be. Cool. And the one thing I'm really liking about this season is instead of it being all strainy and whiny and complaining, and well, while there's still a fair amount of distrust. They finally brought back funny Felicity. And it's not just her whining or complaining or all of her sulking and moaning and groaning or whatever about relationship qualms. They're they're back to being a dynamic team where while everyone else is out in the field um, kicking and shooting and punching, Felicity's throwing them punchlines. And she's coming out in force like... She's had some pretty memorable lines so far. Um, not quite not Cisco-esque. They're not Cisco-esque, <laughs> but they're not Felicity Season 2-esque either. Right. I mean, because, like, right now for Arrow, Season 2 Felicity is the Felicity that everybody truly enjoyed. Yeah, that's what we all came to love about Felicity was Season 2. But, yeah, I really enjoy that they brought back that aspect. Um, sometimes I feel like they might be going a little bit overboard, especially with the addition of Curtis, um, especially with the overall tone that they set for Arrow. I know they want to offset it. It's been a little, li- it's been a lot lighter since they started season four. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be kind of cool to see, I mean, you've seen quite a bit of character progression with him. I think it'd be kind of cool to see him kind of just, I don't want to say go off on his own, but to see how he would do... On his own. Curtis? Yeah. Mm. We saw what happened in episode two. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) Man, that was was something. That was something. But, you know, uh, still, it's... Like, Arrow has found its stride again. They're hitting the notes that they did well in season two. Um, We got a lot of memorable people coming back for the 100th episode. Which I think mm-hmm. lands on the mid season, which it, I think it does. Or yeah, it lands on the mid season. I believe. The only question is, are we getting my boy Roy Harper back? No, but we've confirmed. God that, dang it! What's the hundredth episode? I mean, we're getting Robert Queen. I don't care. We're getting Moira Queen. I don't care. We're getting Slade Wilson. I don't. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, we're getting um, Katie Cassidy, mm-hmm. uh, Laurel, Laurel Lance, Laurel Lance. I am Laurel Lance. But yeah, I mean, if Roy Harper ain't it, then it ain't lit. That's my thought. Pretty much, I mean. but like we're getting like, regardless, we're getting notable characters back, which I think is like gonna be wild. And if you see the set photos. For that episode with uh, Kate Cassidy being back on set, I'm kind of like, oh my god, this is a massive misdirect, but I'm curious as to what's going on. Uh, I'm pretty, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure she was in a wedding dress and she was standing in front of Oliver. Not in an altar, but she was standing in front of Oliver. And I'm like, hmm? Are we getting another, like, obviously misdirect with the Elicity wedding? Which I'm glad Elicity's no longer a thing. Let's not yeah. go back to that and leave it dead. Please leave it dead. So. I 
I don't know. Um, like I said, my feelings. I just want Roy Harper back. He was, Golden Hayes, please come back. Yeah, he was. He had a lot of dynamic to the team, and yeah, I don't know. I'm glad that they got a new team together. Um, and obviously, it's going to be a different dynamic. It's a lot lighter. Uh, the story, uh, the feeling of the si- uh, star city now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's, it's It would just be nice to have Colton Haynes back on set. Week in and week out. Yeah. I, I, can, I can definitely agree with you on that. I'm just kind of ready to see the Dominators okay. next week or two weeks from now. That should be good. I'm excited to see what they're going to do with this crossover as far as it goes because in Supergirl, as far as that goes, you've gotten some pretty big name drops as far as the Luthers go, and which means they... Cyborg Superman! Yeah. I mean, they already said that Lex is in prison. Yeah. But we'll see for how long. How do you feel about um, Lena Luther? I like the character. I don't mm-hmm. mind her. I, I won't lie. I've only watched, I think, two episodes of Supergirl. So I'm really far behind. I need to get ca- caught up on it. But it, dude, it's, it's gotten better. I just haven't seen last week. So that's the only mm-hmm. thing. Last week, sorry. No, I need to. I need to. I need to watch. It was that. a. I'll just let you watch it. I'll, I'll probably watch that tonight. I don't wait tomorrow. I go in at four tomorrow, so I got time. Are you? Please tell me you're watching Gotham. Unfortunately not. What's happening? Are they, they bringing back Joker? No. They name dropped well, it. I mean, yes, Court of Owls. They're doing it starting Monday. Oh, yeah. I knew they were. They, they talked about that a long time ago. I know they have. Because they're in season three, right? Yes. Yeah. They, they are talked doing about that was going to be what season three was going to focus on. Phenomenal. I love it. They, like... They, every episode, like, every week, it's just, it just gets better and better. And, like, I can't stress enough how good they're doing. Like, season one, everyone's like, oh, season one, garbage. And I, I feel like every time I get on here, I talk about how awesome it is. Like, it's, it's, it's really good. Like, Fox actually has a good show that... I, see, I, I, to be honest, I was gonna, like, eventually I will watch it, but that showrunner gave me a bad taste in my mouth when he was dropping news about, um, how powers on TV and superhero shows shouldn't work, and I'm like, you're running a superhero TV show of the biggest brand, period. Batman is his own brand, like, Jordan Mm. became his own brand. He... Batman is the face of DC Comics next to Superman. But yeah. we all know Batman's above him. Period. Mm-hmm. Batman's his own brand. Superman's his own brand. Those are, the, those are the only two characters, in my opinion, have their own brands apart from DC. Period. Right. And you're running a show, even though you may not have powers on your you're running a superhero show. Be supportive of the other shows. Please. Mm-hmm. It left a very bad taste in my mouth. Fair enough. But no, what what they're doing is phenomenal. Um, I mean, I don't really want to give too much away. Obviously, they're 
you know, they're focusing on the Riddler, the Penguin. I um, heard there was a real relationship aspect going yeah, there. Yeah, that's the one thing that's kind of got me a little like, eh. The Penguin is falling for the Riddler. Yeah. I that was the look I gave my dad when he told me, Caleb, you're not going to believe what happened on tonight's episode. And I said, what? And he said, the Penguin is coming out of the closet. And I was like... I, you're right, I don't believe you. I had to watch it, and I was like, oh. I was... Oh, he waddled at that closet. <laughs> <laughs> you're well, not wrong. Get out. <laughs> get out. Come on now. Please. No, I'm not even no, not pleased. Just, just leave. <laughs> leave my room! This isn't your room anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Try again. That was, that was a horribly bad joke. <laughs> As far as it all goes, story's great. Um, I'm really liking the progression you're seeing about Jim Gordon. I mean, it obviously you're supposed to, I mean, since Bruce is still young, I'm hoping, and I was talking to my dad about this, hopefully maybe in the next season you see Bruce kind of go away because you know at some point Bruce leaves to better his abilities as far as martial I've, arts, yeah. you know, physically, mentally, I, and all that other I, stuff. I read an article that they are seriously, and this is like from, you know, people working on the show, that they are considering recasting Bruce for that purpose of seeing an older Bruce Wayne, um, you know, come back and we're on the verge of starting to see Batman. Mm-hmm. So the question Which, is, how much do you age the city? How much do you age those characters? How far in the future do you go? Does that mean we are in the Arrowverse, possibly? Which possibly. that's that's obviously a very, very... Or no, no, no. Actually, no, no, no. Let's put it better. Are we on Earth CBS after they dubbed Supergirl? Because remember, we've, we've name-dropped Gotham. Fair enough. I mean, because they, I, yeah, they dubbed it Earth CBS, and I was like, "Can we find a different name, please?" But they they haven't retconned, you know, obviously the same Earth for Supergirl kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we'll see. But yeah, yeah, no, I'm like I said, I'm pretty excited um to see where it goes. As far as aging people, they've kind of already started. Like you saw, you see. Um, Pamela Isley, Poison Ivy, start off as a young girl. Well, recently, she just had her accident. Like, she just got her abilities. She's now a full-grown woman. Like, she fell into a sewer, came out. She is now, like, full-grown. She still has the mindset of a child because, I mean... She was a child. She was still a child, but she's matured as far as, you know, outward appearance. Her abilities and all that other stuff is... Is increasing, and so as far as it goes, if they were to pull Bruce for a season, like I think they could do a full season without Bruce because I mean, I've seen I think there was like two episodes in a row that they didn't even talk about Bruce Wayne, and it was strictly on, um, but it was well, the show. Was there's there's, there's a difference between two episodes and 23. You're not wrong, and <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but how they did the, just the two episodes without him, honestly. I wouldn't be upset because they focus so well on Jim Gordon and the GCPD, which I feel like is really good because they were doing um, the Executioner. That was that was the most recent. The, the but also they kind of came from an aspect of season one. Of uh, the aspect was 
it's actually about the city who is the character mm-hmm. of the who is a character Gotham itself is a character they're treating it like one which they should which they've done um, from what I've heard such a great job with it so you do have there's a lot so much more going on you can sprinkle Bruce in there and say okay Bruce is still here but he doesn't he doesn't have to be a main character he can be a occasional reoccurring mm-hmm. well that's honestly what he's been and I mean, as far as it goes, I feel like they're doing good now. With this new Court of Owls coming up, I feel like we're going to see a lot more of Bruce Wayne. Well, you have. You can I mean, have, you, you have to. It's, it's, it's in his co- whole corporation, but there's more to it. You find out that there's more ties than just that because um, uh, Penguin Cobblepot gets pulled into it because he's starting to rise to wealth. He finds out that Fish Mooney, um, who was in the original uh, first two. First season was had some form of ties to it. Now that she's gone, you know, they're you're seeing the domino effect of what happens when you eliminate one and rise to power. And I think it's awesome. And then you see Bruce Wayne starting to mature. And like I said, it's about that time where it's he probably needs to leave so he can start training to fit the role of Batman. But he's Bruce is at this point because technically they kind of aged him up a bit when his parents died. He was, what, 10? 10, yeah. Instead of 8? That's a couple years difference. And we're now 3 years in. He's 13. I don't think he leaves yet because I, I think if you really think about it, when he comes back, Bruce is in his early 20s. Yeah. So I think you can still fit a couple more years mm-hmm. in there. But they even talk about Bruce doesn't go for... You know, five years. He goes for two or three, comes back, spends, you know, a month or two, seeing what he can do to kind of, you know, keep things on track, leaves, comes back, you know. I, I think it depends on what iteration, really, we look oh, at. Oh, yeah. um, But, I mean, obviously, they're going to do what they want to do. Uh-huh. We'll see. So. But, um, man, we've been at it for a bit. It's about a couple hours, a little over a couple hours. Um... Jeez. Man. Now, this is solid. I think there's a lot of discussion. We just haven't quite gotten out or touched yeah. on. Or we haven't even started talking about Legends of Tomorrow. That's that's a whole other But the thing is, I haven't watched it, so there's not much to talk about. Big secret. All we'll say is there's a massive secret that we don't know what it is. Nope. But um, Firestorm's holding on to it. Mm-hmm. So the both of them, they're, they're holding I on do to know. Secret. I do know that much. Okay. Okay. The, you, the 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 message from Barry Allen in the future. Okay. Yep. I do know that much. I I, I kind of love how What's they the upaged his voice, huh? What's the message? So you don't, don't know. know what it is. That's that's the thing. Well, yeah. We all, just all, know it's a secret. All you hear Rip supposedly knows, and now Firestorm knows. Knows. Yeah. So what what they did was towards the end of one of the episodes. I forget which one. I think it's like four, three or four. It was like yeah, something like that. Yeah. And so. Um, they're going to repair the ship because Sarah had sent them down there. And so they get, um, they open up this little telegram prompt or whatever. Well, so they gonna, find a whole nother room. Well, yeah. Fire, when. A fire uh, Jack, and stuff Jack's, like that. It's a safe. Well, Jax knows every part of that ship. And when he got the ship working, they asked Gideon, like, hey, how's the ship running? And she and goes, like, all, all 36, 36 compartments, compartments are running. And he goes, 36? I've only known about 35. And then they find a secret room. And it's all, it's like a whole armory. There's, you know, enough 
across yeah, time. It's yeah. an army from from across time, mm-hmm. and they find yeah. They Which find honestly, I was a little disappointed. I didn't see any like crazy like Easter eggs in there. They only showed like two or three things. Yeah, I know. Ways, but anyway, like it. Yeah. The point is, they see a message, and it's Barry Allen from like twenty fifty six. Fifty six, and he's like, "Real, don't tell the legends. Yeah, don't, like, don't tell your team." But essentially, something bad is going to happen, and then it just drops. The episode ends. The yes. cool thing is, I don't know if you realized or thought about it. It's post when Barry's missing from the newspaper. Barry's back. You remember? You remember the newspaper? Oh yeah. So Barry's back. So it's kind of like, oh, so so I what happened? Forgot about that. Well, so like it's kind of like. Now, okay, do we sorry. think they're actually going to run the show for ten years? They have the material to do so. It's a whether of will they be able to will a, CW. I think is allowing them to look. They have like some solid shows on there. Like Supernatural's running for eleven seasons. This is their final season. Eleven. Smallville but, but, but ran it, for ten. But they, Supernatural is also like very. I think of Supernatural as very. Um, if we're thinking in terms of, I'm using this. Loosely, in terms of CW or WTV or whatever they used to call it, uh, traditional. In terms but, of when you're looking at it from like old school to like new school, but so like, a lot of it is they were still running into like very long seasonal phase. Like we're talking about it, like a lot of shows nowadays will do like four or five seasons. It's not like Friends. It's not like Seinfeld. It's not like Scrubs. No, it's so. I think Flash is the. I think I, I will say this out of. All the shows, if there's one to run the longest, it is going to be The Flash. Okay? Because as it is, with Arrow, I don't think anybody would be surprised if they decide to wrap things up after next season. Like, this season's done, and then they do maybe one more, and they're done. Because I mean, they've talked about the island. I mean, you can fish for, for other stories. Yeah, they need to finish up the backstories. They need to finish... They Once they finish up the backstories, technically... That show could be done. Mm-hmm. It really could be, um, and it, it's it's kind of weird. People are, I think maybe people are reading into it a little too much, but there is validity. But it's kind of like Stephen Amell was talking about how their season three and season four tanked, and like it was almost in a sense of like Arrow's time is sort of running out, and it looks like they might be willing to wind this up in two, maybe three seasons. Kind of thing. So, um, but I feel like with Flash and their popularity and the steam they still have going on, it is possible for them to be able to run for 10 years. Because, well, Flash is a lot more prominent of a character. There's a lot more material. There's a lot more things to pull from. Technically, Mm -hmm. we don't have to have Barry as the main character. Nope. They can probably try to find a way to make another speedster very interesting, and then they become the main character. They could. Yeah, Will they probably have, do it? Have, Most likely not. Have Wally take over as a flat. Yeah. Will they do it? Probably not. Oh, it's and possible. I'm, and I'm glad you said that because I how am I going to let this episode go by without saying it? Because God, remember we had a conversation had to have been like a handful of months ago. We're talking about like if Flash were to end, how could they possibly end? And I was talking about the notion of um, Barry, like, they end it, like, the season opened up, Barry goes missing, they spend the better part of the season trying to, like, 
find Barry, where's Barry? But they get towards the end, and it's like, well, we're doing okay without Barry, or there's some sort of message. It's, I don't know. Like It could be the crisis on Infinite Earth where Barry dies, yeah. and we move on. With or, if, or if that were to be like the last episode, Barry goes missing, and then they end it with Wally doing the little opening montage that Barry does. The last episode, they did that. And I was so glad that they did that. He's like, my name is Wally West. But we also then found out it was a dream. But it was, you're right. And that was actually really, really cool. It's kind of like... So yeah, something like that, except they would... And it would be neat if they were to do that at some point, if they were to continue it to where um, Wally takes over as a Flash. Um, I don't know. It could be like, my name's Wally West. I used to be known as Kid Flash. But... But due to past circumstances, I've now become the fastest man alive. I am the Flash. Exactly. <gasps> My drop. <laughs> no. No, but yeah, it's it's plausible. Um, but also, they have the room to possibly time jump if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. They, they could. They can get away with it. They don't have to be in present day at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a show very easily. They could they could time jump. They could still keep the show running in a sense of present day, but still be in the future. Um, saying like, oh, we're in the year twenty seventeen. You know, you know, we're in twenty seventeen. Even though we're watching it in twenty sixteen, whatever. Um, and and reach that point in like maybe season seven. And end it that way, and give us seven seasons. Yes, there's a there's a chunk missing of time, but really, I think a lot of fans want to know what happens because you can't show a newspaper and not have a potential plan to either show it or have enough story to reach that point so you can do it. Otherwise, that's the biggest tease of a lifetime, and we never get closure on. That's T Titans level, and I'm gonna I'm I might have some resentment there. Huh. And might, <laughs> might, and we're all raging in the streets. What you mean? <laughs> okay, you're not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And we yeah. won't, we won't have it. Won't have the good graces, uh, that and fortune that Young Justice has, because I mean it's live action. Yeah. yeah. So. so, but yeah. So, anyways, um, look, we've been at this for a long time. Ooh. We're gonna, we've, I think we, we haven't necessarily talked about our top five, but it, I yeah, think, yeah, it yeah. Was, I think a good substitute really was talking about moments from Teen Titans, Titans though, because yeah. we might be here for a little bit trying to. Well, even if it's not top five, because I really want to do this, because I thought about yeah, this. No, we're doing top three at least. No. I already told you technically what one of mine is, which was Dick Grayson. Just give one. Okay, so for those who want to figure out what we're, what we're arguing about is our top five was going to be top character portrayals of all characters, be it side villains, heroes. In Young Justice. In Young Justice, in honor of it coming back. One of mine was Dick Grayson. Um, but yeah. I do like Wally. And Superboy. <laughs> There's three. Caleb, <laughs> <laughs> do you know yours? Or um, I don't want to be a copycat, but definitely Nightwing. I would like to see um, Virgil, Static. And I'd like to see more Gar, because he finally kind of kind of aroused, like kind of was there at the end. Okay. Yeah. So I'd like to see more of that. Get a little bit more of that uh, that Teen Titans feel. Fair enough. 
Hamilton, do you know? I haven't watched enough to answer this question. No, oh, that's right. You only watch. I can't believe you only watched a handful of episodes. I thought you watched all of them for no reason. I can't what? Yeah, you looking at him like he's crazy. He is crazy. It's Young Justice. You're crazy for not watching it. Do you know what I do? You freaking, <laughs> you freaking yeah, crazy. but you're somebody who binges shows. Yeah. So I, I haven't gotten around to binging it. And There's only two seasons. That's literally one afternoon. That's not enough to binge, dude. That's an afternoon. What you mean? I need more than dang afternoon. 46 Four episodes? Minutes. Could be. <laughs> it is 46 episodes. Come All on. Right. I'll do it sometime, dude. Sometime. You have the holiday. It be- yeah, Thanksgiving this week. I gotta work. You we still do. have the holiday. You still have this. Look. Uh, he, he, works like, he works 11 a.m. on Thursday. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Super. What time do you go to work on Thursday? 11 to 11. You Who knows what I'm doing? time. Jesus Christ, I feel bad for you because Black Friday starts at 6 this year on Thursday. Does it? Yeah. Oh Black Friday sales at Walmart start Friday? at 6. What? Or through 7 on Friday. So that might not be a Tim, time. hold the TV for me. I got you. Right. Anyway, I got okay. that if deal, I get though. fired, that'd be the best thing that's happened to me. Though. Wait, what's this for you? Seven forty nine for a PlayStation Pro and a fifty five inch Toshiba. That's uh, right. Oh, we're not ta- we're not talking about hot <laughs> deals that are happening, and we're not gonna name, we're not gonna name the store. But if you listen to past episodes, you know what we're talking about. But if you can get some at Walmart that I work at, come up, I might hook you up with something if you really want some. But not not illegally. <laughs> you will still have to pay currency. Anyway, just follow me on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you. Anyway, okay. Um, definitely one of mine has to be uh, Superboy. Uh, just the way they introduced him, and then just the way he's developed over those two seasons. That's been interesting. Yeah. Him uh, getting a lot of uh, counseling. Yeah, <laughs> and then when he got the patches to unleash the Kryptonian powers, that I was about those. Yeah, those were. Uh, that was good. Uh, outlier, I enjoyed, um, Captain Marvel, or Billy. Mm-hmm. Billy uh, Batson. He was, he was still a kid. He wanted to hang out with that team. Yeah. And yesterday. You guys are so cool. Y- y- yesterday, <laughs> I-, I said last night I was watching Young Justice on Netflix. Um, and I actually watched like the first episode. It was when Tornado had gone AWOL. Uh, Captain Marvel volunteered to take the first shift of watching the team, and they they didn't know he was a child at that point, and he was just hanging out with them. You can see those tendencies of the teens, just like, what the heck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> so that's that. It's just funny to uh, uh, see that happen. And for the third one, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Bart Allen. And okay. so with his hey, introduction, hey, it, it's picking up the, the mantle <laughs> he, for Kid Flash. Yeah, he, well, not even just that. Just like his whole persona, uh, he wasn't necessarily a perfect Wally substitute, but he definitely brought that energy and that uh, uh, vibe that the team desperately needed. Uh, as or else, as uh, in the words of Bart Allen, it would definitely crash the mode. Um, <laughs> And I can't believe I missed this one, but I was the episode Tornado, uh, Red Tornado one A Wall. Uh, you know, uh, Dick Grayson's one of the best characters on there, if not the best character on there, uh, because of his persona, his wittiness. Uh, he always had a knack for using words without their prefixes. 
or the prefixes. Mm. And you probably forgot this one, but he he was very adamant on the word trot. <laughs> Because when the, when they went AWOL, it was him and Artemis had to save the team. The two people without superpowers had to save the team. And uh, Artemis is like, I'm distraught right now. And he's like, well, get trot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, oh man, I forgot about that. <laughs> so yeah, that's always, that's always good. Yeah. That's funny. It's hysterical. So yeah, Superboy, Captain Marvel... Bart Allen Impulse Slash Kid Flash Alright Money to blow Call me what you want But you can't call me broke Money Pull up with that chopper And a telescope Okay So What I did I was in Chicago last weekend Which was awesome But you know uh, You know Did some stuff So bought, Bought a couple clothing items while I was out there, I had to, um, and then I bought some like uh, let's see, bought some comics, about forty dollars worth of comics today. Jesus Christ! Um, yep. By the way, Big City Comic is having a Black Friday sale, fifty percent off on back order issues. Oh. Or back issues, yeah, cool. back issues, whatever. Cool. Um, so bought comics list. today. Uh, bought a couple tickets for some stuff for when I'm in uh, SoCal. I'm ready for that trip. Four days or five days. Two out of four was at this table I've been in Cali, and it is amazing. Wait, you said what? I said two out of the four was at this table I've been in Cali. It's about to be three in less than three weeks. Dude, the weather out there is just beautiful. I'm excited. So. The sound of silence. <laughs> Hello, darkness. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen Trolls, I recommend that. It's funny. It's it's really good. Doctor Strange. If, I know you haven't seen it. Have you guys seen it? Yes. Doctor Strange is phenomenal. Oh, you should all so go good. see Doctor Strange tonight. I'm kidding. That actually would be a bad idea. It was really good. I, my mom... For you, so maybe. Emily went to... My little sister went to NebraskaCon out in Nebraska this past oh, weekend. Oh, that's right. I do remember her. And she, yeah, it was my be. mom didn't really have anything to do, so she went and saw Doctor Strange by herself. My mom Shock. does not... Does not even think about... Like, to get her to go see this movie, she wouldn't see it with my dad and I. Like, she's she wouldn't see it. The fact it that she went to see her... Mind. That she went to see it by herself blew my dad and I's mind. Like, we had no clue. We are just like, were you sick? She's like, it was kind of a strange movie. I'm like, well, I mean, that's the title of it. <laughs> I, I still can't believe that my mom went to go see that movie. It's kind Did of she like it, though? Movie. She didn't. She's just kind of like, it was strange. That was literally the only thing I got out of her. She didn't say if she liked it or not. She just said, it was strange. I'm like, well, at least you picked a good wordplay when you said the description. Thank you for that. <laughs> 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 All right, you're ready to blow. Oh, man. I've, I've blown a lot of money. Um, got back from California. Got a new car. Sweet. Uh, that That's a lot of my money right there. Uh, got new comics. And um, right now, Academy Sports has the Nike sliders for sale for 10 bucks. So I got a pair of those today. That's I like how I like how, 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 how long that sale running. I don't know, but there's a, bo- a lot of them there. 
trying to go to Academy. Well, it's 9 o'clock, so they probably close in like 30 minutes. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs> 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 All right, Tim. What you do? You bought a GoPro, right? Or no, was, was that about a two weeks, weeks ago? Two I mean, weeks. yeah. But you haven't been on the show a little bit. You know, yeah, so. so yeah, I bought a GoPro, a Hero 4. Go to Walmart, it's on clearance for $99. Really? Oh, I'm guessing I'll. Because we five, go to Walmart? The 5 came out. Yeah. I think there's one. Which one apparently there wasn't a huge change oh, between the 4 and the 5. Do you want to? Maybe. I'll think about it. Okay. I'm going to go force you go, because I mean, if you want to go, I can go. It's like, but. like, I wouldn't mind a GoPro. Like, I've been wanting to get one, but it's the same fucking lady. Dude. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Almost made it through a whole episode. Dude, I mean, you can't get mad at me, though. I, I'm usually good about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the tension in the room. Anyway, so... Uh, Timmy Tonga and I were in Springfield over the weekend. Yep, yep. So a lot of my money was spent on food. Good investment, good investment. Always need food. Your boy gotta eat. Dude, I feel so basic. I bought Starbucks when I was down there. Did you get the the Christmas blend? No, I didn't. Oh, that's good. You're not that basic. I got a caramel macchiato. And I know it's macchiato, but I don't give a damn. It's macchiato. (laughs) Good lord! Two and under a I really don't care right now. Please. Please what? Please care. Well, if we're talking about Starbucks, I really don't care about it. Like, we're not Macchiato, Macchiato, I don't care. I don't care about Starbucks personally. Okay. Look, look, you know what? Just hurry up. We, we got to end this. Yeah, so I just spent money on food. <laughs> I paid three twenty-five. dollars It was not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy Starbucks. I mean, I just needed but, caffeine, so I mean. But uh, I, I did have I did have to uh, run across a parking lot to get blankets for one of the people in my room because we were at Best Western Plus. Nice. Because every everywhere else was booked, and so you know it was just like three rows of like rooms. And so it's just like the rooms were in rows. We walked into ours. <laughs> we walk out. We were on the third row. There was the second row. And then the office was on the far corner of the first row. <laughs> and so we had to go from the opposite corner diagonally to the front office in the cold in the middle of the night. So that sucked. That, that does suck. I didn't get pneumonia. So PTOL. Okay, then. All right. Anyways, thanks again for joining us on another episode of Even More About Nothing. Um, it was good. You know, we had everybody at the table. We finally got like a, a full solid episode in. It's been a little yeah. while, and I know personally I was slacking. Mookie's been slacking, but then again, he's been busy with school. I was traveling a little bit, yada, yada. You know, life life happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, like, guys, follow us on social media. Share. Please, please, please share. Sharing these episodes. Um, and maybe... You know, commenting somewhere or something, what you like, whatever. It helps us out. It helps us know, you know, what's going on. We love to, we would love to interact with you guys. 
um, in some fashion. Be if you email us at even more about nothing at gmail.com or on Facebook. Our Facebook page is even more about nothing. SoundCloud. You can put comments there. Um, or follow us on iTunes. So on the in the podcast section. So please do so. Yeah, let us know uh, anything you have qualms with how they abruptly ended Teen Titans. What you want closure for? Or if you want to tell us your favorite Young Justice moments or what you're excited for in the uh, DCCW universe. Yep. Leave it in the comments. All right. With that being said, we're out of here. We'll see you guys next week. See ya. Bye.